0: I get a weird sense of like it's it's overwhelming and then kind of sad, but then also kind of comfortable when I think about like just the overwhelming feeling of how
1: infinitesimally small we are. Yeah, it's it's sort of like if you think about what infinite means or forever, right? Like yeah. If if let's just pretend, for instance, that the that the the like the Christian version of afterlife is what it is, and they're like, yeah that's forever like whatever you end up with that's forever like that's yeah that is such that's the only thing that i've ever really thought about that's not terrifying like being eaten alive by something or being buried or whatever right but like it's terrifying on like a on a on a level that i can't explain like the idea of infinity and being mm-hmm. stuck in a space for eternity like i it's 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 a it's a word that's easy to say, but I feel like it's actually impossible for us to really wrap our heads around what that would mean. When you You consider
0: the when you consider the implications of what that means, then it
1: becomes a lot more it becomes a lot less appealing. (laughs) Like like even an idyllic, perfect space for infinity. If you have if you have whatever our human idea of that means, because, again, I would hope that you're not stuck with our human understanding of things because we're pretty stupid we're like pretty terms of stupid especially at, especially at understanding our feelings and emotions yeah <laughs> like 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 i don't want that's that's what's always amusing to me is when we when we when we give deities of any type some kind of personification of, of like humans like we give them oh like yeah the ideas of good and bad or love and hate it's like well christ i really hope they don't have those flaws like, I really hope that they're somehow <laughs> beyond all of that and don't even have to, like, they're functioning on a different wave of thought because yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. everybody's screwed no matter what. Well, <laughs> it would explain a lot. It would because really the only constant amongst humanity is that we find a way to screw it up. Even 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 when it's great, we're, we always find a way to mess it up. And I don't even mean that in, like, a, a truly negative sense. I just mean, like, it's really easy to look at a thing that's great and then be like, wow, this is this is bad and then give a reason why it's bad or yeah. stressful or painful or whatever it is, right? There's, it's, it's a, it's a weird part of humans.
0: <laughs> it really is. It's, like I said, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, our, our struggles and our, our worries and our anxieties are when you really put yourself on that grand scale, yeah. incredibly petty and unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I try to I try to take that perspective every once in a while. Where like if I'm, out, I'm I'm outside and I'm looking at the moon and I'm like, man, like this is just a dumb hunk of rock that happens to be close to us, but it's so like unfathomably far from us.
1: Yeah, and it's like literally the closest thing. Yeah, like we've we've well, supposedly, allegedly, we've we've been on the moon. No, I'm just kidding. I I don't I don't I believe that we've been on the moon. I'm not uh. This just in, Tom endorses flat earth theory. (laughs) Oh, please don't get me started. (laughs) I don't want to talk about flat earth. Not because I think it's right. That almost sounds like I'm endorsing it for real, but no, I mean... (laughs) The only people that want to talk about flat earth theory are flat earthers. (laughs) Okay, true. Okay, that's true. That's true, actually. Everyone else is like
0: cuz for everyone else it's like beneath your notice it's like why would we even discuss this <laughs> well,
1: and and if if you really do believe that how do you even function in society and i don't mean that in terms of like the physics behind it or the 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 science behind the flat earth i mean how does anything else make sense to you ever cuz the only reason all that other stuff works in your planet like the like cars and electronics and stuff is because of science so if they're not lying to you like if they're lying to you about the 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 shape of the earth how is everything else not just a total fabrication and how do you even like put your shoes on in the morning i don't understand like it has it must be such a your your that person's mind must be a very interesting place this is an
0: audio podcast and not a video podcast but i'm i'm making this like grimace face (laughs) as you say this because it's like Hey, listen, if uh, if we have people out there who can't accept that the earth is round, something we have known for literally like (laughs) millennia, how do they function in society? By voting for Trump, Tom, (laughs) like there's a there's a there's an overlap there. The uh, the whole idea of like, oh, well, people can't really believe this because how do they even get by in society? They don't. They, by making it worse those people exist and they mess everything up yeah and there's way more of them than you want to believe it's sad welcome to the
1: retro breakdown everybody where we talk about video games yep old hey video listen games. hey we you actually gave have
0: me you gave me paranoia escape and LSD and <laughs> like a, like an anti-smoking video game and a video game about diabetes and like I'm in a I'm in a certain type of way right now man <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be, to be fair, to be fair, the stream was incredibly enjoyable. I'm glad it was. I, I was genuinely I... laughing, like, like wait, like one of those laughs that you're not just like smiling and chuckling, and that you call laughing. Like I was, that was a real laugh that I was having at a few moments. Was it's it the, the? What was we'll it get the insane burgers? But the <laughs> insane <Sink> burgers were <laughs> killing me, man. <laughs> They were killing me. It, was, it was just the stupidest thing in the game, but probably the most enjoyable part of the game. It was actually the
0: most fun. It was so silly. It actually was the most fun thing in the game. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> and that's oh, really it. impressive. It was fantastic. The, the 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 whole The whole adventure of these games was a good time. <laughs> Why did I have to play
0: hacky sack for five rounds? Why did no, I have to? Why did, did I have play, to do that? You were not playing hacky sack; <laughs> you were kicking the sack. Is ha- like is hacky sack an actual? I've never played hacky sack. I just assumed. I always just assumed it's a game where you kick the sack.
1: Yeah, I think so. Right? I think it has a different names maybe in other countries, but I I never played hacky sack. I don't. I have no. I don't have the coordination to do it. So it was always like, please don't ask me to play this because. Oh yeah, same. I, I I'm just gonna miss the the sack. Every single time, I thought it was called a hacky sack. Actually, I don't freaking know. I, I my 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 knowledge of cool like not even punk. What is it? It's like sort of that alternative nineties dude stuff is not very great. I I guess I did own a pair of Levi pipes shorts. If you don't know what those are, I I mean I don't. Let me let me show you an image of how cool they were. Uh. I
0: just like I I don't feel like. I don't feel like Hacky Sack was, like, a niche thing. I like, I know there was, like, a whole sort of, like... True, but I... Oh, commercial only... goth counterculture that came up in, like, the late 90s. Yeah. And I, I guess there is some overlap with some people who were... But I don't know. I feel like it was, like, super mainstream, but, like, just marketed as, like, the the cool...
1: The cool, like... Yeah, you might be right. Like, it's not actually that... It was pogs, man. It was just, it was pogs. Yeah, yeah, okay. I guess, I guess you're right. I pictured it being a cooler thing because I just, I mean, like, what the cool kids were doing. Yeah, because anybody,
0: like, anything that was a popular activity that you didn't engage in was the cool thing. (laughs) Because, (laughs) because you weren't doing it. So it had
1: to be cool. And, and my, I had some, some stepbrothers that were kind like, neat like that. They were doing fun things. Yeah, these are just giant shorts. So I don't know if these are normal pockets anymore. But my pockets went all the way down to the bottom, like the, like where the, you know, your shin is. So I would put things in my pocket and then have to <laughs> do some sort of weird gymnastic move to actually get anything out of my pocket.
0: Just like, just <laughs> bend a coat hanger and go fishing.
1: Oh my, I thought I was so cool. I had my chain wallet. Oh, I never had
0: the chain wallet. I had a chain
1: wallet. It was pretty sweet.
0: I never had the chain wallet. I, I, just I had, had the ying. regular three-fold back wallet, and now all of my... Now I don't carry cash anymore, and I don't have a place for cash, so I just carry all of my cards in my phone.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, the, the phone cases that have like the little slidey thing, or like a it's the fold over kind or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. No, my I think it had a yin yang on it. Yin and yang on it. Oh, of course it did. Um, because obviously it was either yeah, that or yeah, it yeah. be like a skull. Because those things are so <laughs> they're 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 so relatable. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's that's kick. Get to let's go kick the sack. <laughs> I can't believe they were it. Like I can't believe kicking. they said like we
0: have a listen. Listen, this is very important. We have a uh, we have a pre-show ritual and we can't skip it no matter what. You gotta help us kick the
1: sack. Yeah, let's the sack. Dro- drop your trousers, Justin. We're kicking the sack. <laughs>
0: oh my god yo on it like <laughs> who was in Sync? I actually don't know um so it was just wait Timberlake. was Justin
1: Timberlake in Sync?
0: yes he was oh I thought
1: he was in Backstreet Boys
0: yeah that's that's easy to that's easy to mix up was so, he in both no, no he was that's... definitely not in both okay I don't know any of the members of Backstreet Boys yeah, um
1: oh Lance Bass I remember that yes
0: name. Lance Bass aka Sephiroth oh that's wait is Literally, the, the only thing I remember about Lance Bass is that he plays Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts One. Wow! Because Disney got in, and it was like, yeah, we can get some, we can get some, uh, some star talent. <laughs> Here's Lance. Bass. Here's Lance. I mean, to be so fair, In the- <laughs> was actually popular at the time, so that was kind of a get, but I not mean, as a. Like
1: at the not end as a voice actority, weren't they? When did Kingdom Hearts come out? Wasn't it like 2001 or two? Yeah, something like that like NSYNC disbanded around 2002 according to Wikipedia.
0: I mean yeah but one of their biggest albums came out in like 2000 so oh, okay. when yeah. he was recording it they uh when he was actually
1: recording the lines I'm sure he was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Or not and they were like yeah well we have star talent so deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because actually that makes sense because they used a bunch of Disney voice actors for for they the did. cast of kingdom hearts 1 cuz i think another person was the the girl from even stevens i want to say i don't remember um
0: yeah was. it um i don't know if that's who you're who you're talking about but uh hayden P- panetier or no that's
1: somebody else well, she was kyrie i think yeah yeah i think you're right no how do i how do i look it and they got haley joel osmond to play sora yeah and he's still he did it like hey i think so yeah i think he's still of sora of, he, i think he's still i don't know how how that works Unless he just sounds the same, um, where's like the cast? Cast of of Kingdom Hearts. So
0: yeah, in sync members are Justin Timberlake, Lance Bass, and I think a dude named JD yeah, it like a, it yeah, J D. Yeah, looks like it's somewhere. And there's a Chris Chris Kirkpatrick. Okay that that one's that one's beyond me.
1: And Joey Fatone.
0: Oh yeah, no, I remember that name. He's I think he acts now. Oh uh-huh, okay. I could I could be wrong. But yeah, 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 that's that's a thing. Um I don't know if he acts well or in good
1: movies, but I feel like he's been in a movie at some point. I'm sure he's won like an Academy Award or something. Yeah, that's probably. It seems I mean, after after the Game Boy color, your career is wide open. In that you have no bookings, yes. <laughs> I think the best part... Your your schedule is wide open. I think the best part of the game, aside from kicking the sack and and building burgers, actually that's two best parts, great, is the opening where you see all of their faces and like the the super pixelated (laughs) version of their faces on the Game Boy Color, and they all just look so sad and dead inside, but you can see their ridiculous grins. Like, it's just like... Gaping mouth, just and it's just like this, like this forced smile, even on a (laughs) Game Boy Color screen.
0: (laughs) It is, it is exactly the smile that everyone has on the Game Boy Color. It is six black pixels, four on the top and two on the bottom. But it feels so much sillier when it's trying to be a real person. (laughs) Yes, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. I, I imagine they probably spent more time on that title screen than most of the rest of the game. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, now I'm looking at the rest of the cat. They had David Gallagher, who I the face looks familiar. It feels like he was on, like, Seventh Heaven or something. He looks like a teen heartthrob-type person to me. Sure. I don't know what he was in, but I, I'm trying to find the... Even Steven's girl, because I think she voiced... Boy, Arith. Seventh Heaven is a pull. I don't know if it's Seventh Heaven or not, honestly. No,
0: I'm just, like, even just... I don't know if it is, but, like, just bringing that show up is just, like... <laughs> Oh, Mandy
1: Moore was Aerith. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. Christy Carlson Romano. That's the girl I was thinking of. She's Yuffie. Mm, okay. I don't know who that is. She was... The uh, actor. I know who Yuffie is. Yeah. I, know, you know, yeah, yeah, I, was, I was not worried about that. <laughs> um, Just throwing she, that out there. She was... Yeah, she was the sister from Even Stevens. The only reason I know that is because my sister was a big fan of um, Even Stevens. Yeah, hey, it was Seventh Heaven. Wow. Wow. I, I can't believe I was right.
0: I don't the think pull. I've ever watched
1: a single episode of that show.
0: I it, it's definitely something that I have seen on the TV, but not actually watched or yeah, seen. That's fair. Like I used to watch a lot of cartoons on WB, and they like I would get a bunch They'd of advertise uh, it. Yeah,
1: did it's it, probably that did did. Um, that was that the, that was a show where the dad is like a preacher or something, right? Like they're super religious. I think. it that's sure the sounds I kind like remember. It that's the only thing i i remember is the dad being some kind of religious i i was going to say nut but that's like oh that's not fair if that's actually his profession then it's just like a normal part of his life
0: i mean <laughs>
1: both <laughs> things can be
0: true but i don't think he was portrayed as being like westboro baptist or anything <laughs> right i mean so, i don't know maybe he was i i haven't seen it if if that is actually the case i might have to go back and watch it but i doubt it yeah
1: I I'll, I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, but that's um the Instinct video game. So tell us what was. I guess should we should we say what happened or how this came to be? I suppose if
0: you missed it, um.
1: So I'm. Long story short,
0: I'm migrating my channel points on Twitch, and it's already things that people actually. can do. Things that people can do with uh, channel points is uh, request me to play certain games, and Tom, who spends a lot of time on my stream has banked a lot of points over time, and so just dumped them all at once and threw me, like, a bunch of obscure old video games to play in the BizHawk Shuffler all at once, and so I did a full, very sloppy playthrough of The Typing of the Dead.
1: (laughs) That one you played on your own, or that one you played separately.
0: Yes, and then I shuffled up... um, in sync, get to the show for Game Boy Color, which is what we've been talking about. It's apparently the only in sync video game. I can understand why.
1: I'm so surprised.
0: <laughs> I mean, Game Boy Color is the right platform for for that. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's true. Um,
1: Screaming Mad George's Paranoia Escape, which is basically like it's like if you it's it's okay the idea, just the basic idea, not the not the weird stuff where you could move the the base of the pinball pinball machine yeah. around to like move a ball through a stage kind of awesome kind of cool wish they executed on
0: it well by making the pinball itself not move at like
1: warp speed yes and and if you could like you know pivot cuz they decided to make the 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 pathway snake and then you're just <laughs> like like you're still the same you know you're you're you can't move the you can't move the the paddles around but this is, we'll, we'll talk about this later yes paranoia yeah. escape interesting
0: um lsd dream emulator for Mm the ps1 mm -hmm. uh we had captain novelin for the snes we had rex Ronan, experimental surgeon for the snes we had dragon spirit a new legend the new legend yeah the new legend um and one that oh and and uh snacks and jackson
1: snacks and jackson yep
0: for the arcade
1: real real classic there
0: yeah that well those were the games (laughs) <laughs> unless i'm i don't think I'm no, i think someone. that's
1: that sounds that's it you know just a couple of normal games
0: yeah just totally normal games people play all the time um so i most of them the the middle six of those i wasn't able to shuffle uh typing of the dead or snacks and jackson but the other ones i threw in the Bizhawk shuffler i just played for a couple of hours
1: and some of those transitions were phenomenal
0: yeah i mean that's kind of the fun of it is like you get into a you get into a, either like one really tense moment,
1: and then and then it just swaps. Well, those are funny, but it's way weirder when it actually makes sense because the game you're playing is already ridiculous. Like when the LSD Dream Emulator game, you got to a part where you got to like a... a like it showed a TV with just that white static, that noise. Oh, and yeah. And then it switched to another game almost immediately where it was like you changed the channel. I don't know. It was... There, yeah, there was a yeah, 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 yeah where it was just way too perfect. And also like, the fact that you're playing a, like basically two uh, drug trip games in LSD and Screaming Mad George. It's yeah. almost like they were all... Someone in your chat said something along the lines of they like to believe like the, the canon of the stream was that NSYNC was actually always on the way to their show. And then all the rest of the games were just taking place. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. I didn't see that. I think that's what they were saying. Or at least that's how I interpreted it. Like NSYNC happened to fall into some drugs by accident. (laughs) I'm sure it was an accident. (laughs) And then they're, they're still trying to get to the show, but they keep having these, these lucid, horrible nightmare dreams in between, you know, demanding burgers and a plate and, and to shoot hoops. Yeah. Which you do by, by stopping over at the shoot hoop store. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta shoot hoop man
0: so yeah so I did that and those Maybe games are that's why they are... have to kick
1: the sack to, to bring them back to
0: reality <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta you gotta kick the sack to shoot hoop
1: <laughs> to, to, to end their 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 dreaming nightmare
0: <laughs> I don't know I feel like I feel like a feeling that intense would just like go
1: in like just cause something else
0: to happen in the trip
1: yeah, 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 like to get them to dance on stage by just uh, bending their knees up and down for 15 minutes. Oh, man. Until I actually figured out that buttons do something.
0: And then I was <laughs> like, I want to just make them go back to bending their knees. Although naming your character help. That was per- so good. <laughs> it was so perfect. That was so good. <laughs> like, I just did it on a whim, but it made it sound like every time I was being asked to do anything, (laughs) like he was asking me for help. (laughs) Please help. (laughs) It made, it made the whole thing so dark. It's like Lance blink twice. If you, if you're being held against your will, (laughs) I feel like there was something else I wanted to, I wanted to bring up also. Um, I mean, there's a lot. We've got the whole podcast to do this, but. Oh, hey, out. before we jump any further in, I don't we we recorded our last podcast like three days ago. I don't think anything aside from this stream has happened of particular importance, like
1: news wise. Mm. Oh, there was one thing that we were going to talk about. Remember? Oh, what yeah. Was it? it was like some video. What was it? I linked it to you, I think. Isn't uh, it Minecraft? Yeah, it's like Minecraft Sonic or something. What yeah. What Sonic is, is an uh, idea.
0: They're putting Sonic. They're putting Sonic in Minecraft. So it's like an actual thing. I, I think it's an official collaboration, and they're putting awful, horrifying voxel Sonic
1: into Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, into Minecraft. Is, into is it Minecraft. Like, Do you pay for this?
0: I assume so, yeah.
1: I, I think they do. What a uh, stupid question, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just a skin pack. I don't know
1: if it's like... Oh, it's okay. I'm watching the video now. Okay. Okay. I jumped ahead. It says something you explore epic level. So I think it's like a single, why would you want this? If
0: you know, in case you have done everything there is to do in Minecraft Uh and you, and you know, you don't ever pay attention to like user creations where they've literally already done this true something like minecraft has been so big for so long there is a 100% chance that someone has already done this but it's not licensed okay but it's
1: not licensed so yeah so sonic in minecraft Minecraft. all right yeah that was the one news what was Is there anything else interesting we have another uh, we have another email oh neat that's interesting that's way more interesting than sonic minecraft please and end this (laughs) If we weren't only a half hour in I would just end the podcast
0: <laughs> just end it end it right now um
1: so we got another email in
0: from our uh, from our good friend swoggles
1: who you may remember as the person who defended nights into dreams yes to be fair they they defended it in in, in the best way possible by saying that hey I liked it at the time but I know it's hot garbage
0: yeah but you, if you know it's if you
1: don't have nostalgia for it
0: Right. Nostalgia is a powerful motivator, and it causes you to look past some things that are that would be hostile or negative to a new player. I actually yeah. just ran into this the other day because I played Guard
1: on, on Wednesday. That's a that's a rough around the edges game.
0: Yeah. And like I was really frustrated playing it at the time. But with the with the benefit of retrospect, I go back and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is actually pretty cool. It was actually like I really... Wish that I had more fun playing it because I would like
1: to see where it goes. I think part of the issue while you were playing it is that you 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 were sort of for, you're so you're, these are request games so you're kind yes. of forcing yourself to play them a true and b while you're forcing yourself to play them you're doing two things one you're looking at the clock occasionally when you're not having fun immediately which yep. makes things drag mm-hmm. and 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 b or I don't remember if I said one or two whatever c we're, we are <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're you're also sort of rushing so you're not like taking time to maybe look at how all the systems work to like upgrade things right so that's going to make a huge difference in your enjoyment of a game like dragon guard also dragon
0: guard is a muso game and muso games require
1: grinding that's what i'm saying yeah exactly exactly you're you're just trying to go from point a to point b as fast as possible as opposed to right let's let's do this mission like four times before (laughs) level up all of my weapons so that everything just like drops instantly yeah, because if you're playing a Musu game and, and things aren't melting, either the game is designed in a weird way, which I don't want to be a part of, or you're too weak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's really like that's what it came down to. So Yeah, I was I was too weak, but like grinding out the same mission four times, five times, ten times was not. To level up your you. character and your uh level up your character and your weapons was not that was not stream content. So what ended up happening is I just pushed forward into levels that i was um that i was not underpowered not for, for and then they were difficult and frustrating
1: yeah yeah exactly it's it's that's one of those you, like it's still totally fine to not like the game or not the game i feel like but it's it's also as long as you're aware of why you're doing it it kind of changes the perspective of it being a good or bad game mm-hmm. um wh- but anyway whereas, yes yeah yeah nostalgia
0: yeah nostalgia nostalgia being a thing uh this email is not about nostalgia this okay. email is from Swoggles is titled your first hate mail. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it reads, I wanted to write some juicy hate mail because you dared to insult the unquestionable majesty of Smash Brothers.
1: <laughs> Wait, what, what did we say about Smash Brothers?
0: You'll you'll remember when we go through. OK. And then, of course, because this isn't actually hate mail. Yeah, yeah. Um, they go on to say, I, but really, I think it's a bit of a perception problem between casual players and competitive players in smash.
1: Oh, are they talking about no items?
0: Yes. <sighs> Usually with
1: any type of competitive ce- with any type of
0: competitive scene, you want a relatively consistent measure of skill and with how absolutely busted some of the items are and the random spawning, it adds too much random into the, into the match. It'd be like playing Mario Kart where every third item is a blue shell. That's fine if you're just having fun and messing around, but if you're trying to be competitive and actually find out who's the best, it really rocks the boat. Secondly, if the game defaulted to no items in more limited stages, I don't think anyone would question these rules for tournaments. Everyone would view the extra items and crazy stages as something bonus you can add into the game, but isn't part of the fighting experience. Just, thought I'd, just thought I'd share my two cents
1: and give it
0: alternate perspective.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I agree with you if the items weren't part of the game, but then that, that wouldn't be the game then right that i think is the key i think that's the core problem with smash is that
0: like this isn't even a question masahiro sakurai himself has said we designed this game with items because this is how we intend for it to be played this yeah, is that's the, what i'm saying this is the intended um this is the intended playstyle.
1: and listen i don't care if 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 people want to play the game without items that's 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 on them i just yeah. personally hate it like so it's, I it's think fun that, to like, watch what people can do with the characters sure because it's 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 always impressive to watch someone be good at something right no matter no matter what it is it doesn't it, it, there's it, i don't think it matters at all what it is it's always impressive to watch someone ha- when they've mastered a skill mm-hmm. and and that's why gdq is cool. so fun yeah it's like i just 95 percent of the games at gdq are games i'll never touch I just think that Smash Brothers and the professional level with items, with remove the stupid items, I don't care, but with some items and some level of randomness would make some insanely exciting moments in the mm-hmm. game, and it would completely shake up what characters are best, I feel like. because That's ma- a good it, point, too. It might change, like... There are some characters, especially now, like
0: Villager, who can just stock items.
1: Yeah, right. Like There could be some really fun things that happen. I just wish that there was... It wasn't like a oh, you're playing with items. You're not possibly a, a like a Smash player. So that's it, right? Like, it's not that
0: we have... It's not that... I don't want to say we because I'm not going to loop you into this unless you want to agree. But I don't I have it. any issue with, with playing without items. And I don't have any issue with playing... With other people playing without items. Or it being a thing in the competitive scene. Sure. But I do have a problem with sort of, like, no-item purists yes. insisting on that being, like, the best version of the game or the intended version of the game when Sakurai and the entire Smash team have said, like, no, they're in there for a reason.
1: This right. is and, default and, for a reason. And I'm not saying that the, the the creator is always right because he added tripping in the Wii version and that is easily the dumbest... Like, I hate that. I thought I that mean, was mean That stupid. is
0: literally... Tripping is literally in there as a direct response to the competitive scene getting too competitive when they didn't want it to. Yeah, and I think like, that's he...
1: that's too much for me. Like that's like okay, now you're you're kind of you're 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 sort of upsetting the enjoyment of even just people that want to play the game normally because then it's just that's sort of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> and I can see the argument then. Like you can then say that. Well, then how do you? Why is he right about the other stuff? Right? Like you can. Sure. You, you can you can easily make that argument for I guess at the end of the day how I feel about it is simply that the game is way more fun with items because when random stuff happens it's exciting and it wouldn't be nearly as extreme as every third items a blue shell like it, it would be as extreme as if you got if you're in fourth place or fifth place and you're guaranteed an item that g- gives you a boost which is how Mario Kart works and it's fantastic. Right, like yeah. it, the the joy of Mario Kart is that Christ, I'm in fifth, sixth place. Oh, cool! I got the what? The, there's like the 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 bullet bill item that's in the game that launches you forward, or you get the three red shells instead of one red shell, or or you do get a blue shell. Like that's mm-hmm. why Mario Kart is so widely loved. If you were to take items out of Mario Kart, you'd have like a super bland racing game.
0: Yeah, and there are people that do that. I really? don't think to the same.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: There's absolutely people who. Like I learned this when I went online. I played, I streamed Mario Kart eight a couple times, played online a bit, just kinda just kind of screwed around. Yeah. And had people in chat talking about, you know, the proper racing lines through each stage. And the Yeah, you know, I'm not about that life. And like the you know, the optimal the optimal pathing and the right shortcuts to take. Cause I you know, you get up to a certain level and you start getting smoked every time. Because everybody sure. is everybody is NASCARing the game, and going <laughs> around at you know, going around the exact same path, doing the exact same thing because they've all like algorithmically the analyzed it as being the most effective, uh, the most effective and and shortest and fastest path. Mm-hmm. And for honestly, for any game, for any game at all, um breaking it down to that level starts to whittle away the
1: fun. Especially when it's what is expected. <laughs> yes. So for instance, this is actually kind of a good not segue at all, but just another point that I to, to talk about. This is, is not when World of Warcraft first came out, mm. I had a lot of fun playing it and I loved the idea of min-maxing or being the best that I could be. Sure. And a lot of people didn't really care about that. So it was it was sort of like a unique thing that only the people that really want to raid or, you know, be the best did. Um, when they re-released World of Warcraft Classic like a couple of years ago and even the private servers that I had played on since then the enjoyment wasn't there for mm-hmm. me as high because everyone is expected to do that it's right. like here's this game that's been around for 15 years it's been it's been broken apart a million ways quite literally because it was you know brought onto private servers and stuff um and then it's sort of then it becomes what you're supposed to do and everyone's doing that thing it's like well okay but This is this is sort of ruins the enjoyment where there's no sense of exploration or like, hey, we're going to do it this way because it's cool or we like it or whatever it is. Right. It becomes. No, there's one way to do it. And there's only this way to do it.
0: Yeah. And if you if you're not doing it this way, then like we need like you need to leave. Mm -hmm. Why are you even playing if you're not playing the game exactly the same way that everyone else is? Because this is the universally mathematically correct way to play. And also because there has also because there has been um, power creep in the game itself. Once people figure it out and enough people get up to that high level, the developers have to start planning content around that high level to satisfy the people who have gotten as much out of the game as they can. Otherwise, the new content will be boring and they'll and people will lose interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's power creep, and that's how and why that happens. And the more your game power creeps, the less welcoming it is to new players who just kind of want to poke around.
1: Yeah, I think that's why WoW has like four different versions. Yeah, or maybe it's only two. I don't know how what they have anymore. I haven't played in a really really long time. But I think the retail WoW has multiple versions of of the same dungeon mm-hmm. that have that built into it, right? Yeah. So if if you just want to like chill, there's like the chill version. Then there's the, hey, let's try a little bit harder. And then there's the, oh my God, I wanna I wanna press all of my buttons perfectly mode. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think Final Fantasy 14 has something similar because I feel like a few people in your chat have talked about doing like a hard mode version of a raid or something. Yes. So I feel yeah, like that's I, just I've, part of MMOs now.
0: I have I have heard of this. And I mean hey, maybe like you'll,
1: maybe you'll experience that. No, I guess you can't in a week. Not in a week, no. <laughs> I it, like everyone's hope is that uh I knocked it. I said you're not going to get hooked on it, but you know what? You 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 might enjoy it more than you think if you have if you have the social. Ugh. The problem is that you won't be playing it while chatting with people like in mm. voice chat, which I think will. That's part of what I fell in love with when I really when I got when I was tired of World of Warcraft and I was tired of the game because I it did capture me immediately. Like I loved playing an MMO, but then once I got sick of it, what kept me playing was the people around me and just chatting with people every day. Mm-hmm. So if if you don't have that i would i don't think it will it will hold your attention for more than <laughs> what you're forced to play
0: <laughs> so i want to i've been very careful about setting expectations properly yeah and uh there's a reason why i'm setting it as a week of playing the game rather than like a day or two
1: yeah, you, i mean that's not even fair <laughs> Yeah, like the day, like, what do you do? You you make a character you make your and you character. watch the prologue. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, especially 14, which has a lot of story. To, I mean, it's like 45 minutes from probably turning the game on and actually like doing something besides uh, walking to the, the nearest quest marker is probably an hour.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm figuring. So I want to give it, I really am going to give it a fair shake. Mm-hmm. I want to like, oh, if, who knows, you might love it. I mean, also I might just not I also just might not make it there. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it, it's all predicated on the subathon
1: going like gangbusters. I, I based on what people are were talking about, it sounds like it sounds like it's getting there, even if it's up to like two people. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be, and I've had discussions about whether or not that's okay, but <laughs> Um, you're gonna feel guilty I know I know you and you're totally gonna be like oh god (laughs) I I really am why are they doing this for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll just play kick the sack some more
0: (laughs) so there's a possibility I don't play it at all but I I want to be I want to be very clear with expectations because if I do end up playing it, it will mean that some people have invested a substantial amount of money into me playing it. Yes, yes. And they are not doing so so that I will play it for a week and stop. They are playing it thinking that maybe I might, after that week, decide that I'm having fun and want to continue.
1: Now, is that your interpretation or have have they actually said that to you?
0: That's my interpretation.
1: I think you're fine then. They're, 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 they are definitely all like aware of you and know what you like and don't like that. I, they, they may, there may be a part of them that's like, oh, cool. It'd be neat if he plays it longer, but I'm going to guess they're all very much aware that, Hey, this might be the end. Like it might just be this one week, but I, I hope he likes it. That's good. Cause At I, least I that's just, what I, would, it's not, I don't it's,
0: want to sell people false hope on like, Hey, you never know. I might keep playing it and just, and actually like stream and play through this a lot. I might do it. You don't know. It's, Um, it's, it's, I don't want anyone to throw money that they wouldn't throw thinking that I'm going to thinking that I'm going to like continue.
1: Yeah. And and, I mean, ultimately it's, it's uh, maybe it's harsh, but it's kind of on them, right? Like it's, it's not your responsibility to, to manage their expectations. I am trying to manage. I'm trying to
0: be upfront and manage expectations in terms of like where I'm at with it. It's like, I am, I am not going into this to hate play it. Right, 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 right. Like, there are games that I go into, and I'm like, I'm going to play this game because it sucks, and we're going to talk about how much it sucks. You know what's what's
1: funny is, as we're talking about this, you'll have, well, it's like t- two weeks, so you'll when this comes out, this is all way in the past.
0: Oh, it's long. It's long over. <laughs>
1: what maybe, maybe we should stop talking about this
0: no because by this point i definitely will not have actually started playing if we meet the incentive
1: oh that's true okay true fair 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 because that's definitely have, going like, to be have like a 17 stream requests to go i think you said
0: yep so i i definitely have to work through those technically it's 19 because it's 17 single stream requests and then one and then two podcasts well
1: those I, I which would will be it's multiple to streams those. each because those those you would have played no matter what. Yeah. It basically it's it's it basically just means you, you won't get to pick the game you play until the end of August. That's basically what it means. Yeah. Which is OK. There's not a, there's not a ton of stuff happening right now. Yeah. There's stuff I
0: want to there's stuff that I want to get into. And there's also stuff that I have played up to this point already that I want to go back to like. Going oh, yeah. On. If you look at it that way, you're 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 done for the rest of the year. Almost very possibly. <laughs> very possibly. <laughs> But I mean, we'll, we'll slot 14 in, and I just want to be very upfront about the fact that I'm going in as a new player intending to be a new player. Mm-hmm. And, but I know myself, and I know how hard and instantly I have bounced off of every MMO that I have ever tried. And I don't, ex- like, I don't expect this one to be different, because while the it may be a very very good mmo it's also like the quality it's one of those games where like the quality of what it of its execution is irrelevant
1: because i don't appreciate what it's executing i mean the, the the absolute greatest baseball game of all time could come out and i still won't have fun with it right exactly i just don't particularly like playing baseball games right so it's 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 it has nothing to do with the quality of the game. Even okay, so I guess the the put a pin. At the bottom line is, even if you're you, no matter what, if you play it or don't play it, and if you do play it, if you stop playing it, it has nothing to do. You're not saying anything about the quality of the game. We will, in fact, like I don't think it's even really fair to talk about the quality of an MMO if you only play it for a week.
0: <laughs> I think that's fair. So,
1: so it's not and even a
0: week solo at that.
1: Yeah, I think that's actually fine with fourteen. Because uh, everything's designed, it's very it's very single-player friendly. I, um, so I hear. That's one of the only reasons I'm actually even willing to give it a shot. And the music, as true with almost all Final Fantasies, is great. Mm. Visually, it's fun. Um, if you don't like the gameplay of MMOs, it does not matter what they do to dress it up. You're not yeah. going to have fun. Because Final Fantasy Fourteen still plays like World of Warcraft, which still plays like to a degree, you know, EverQuest. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all MMOs have not evolved that much in terms of the core gameplay mechanics. Now what's different is they've, they're, they're way more approachable. They're not nearly as punishing yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's still an MMO. Like, yeah,
0: ultimately it's going to be like, Hey, wow, this is, I can, even I can tell that this is like really, really high quality shrimp. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, this is yeah. really good shrimp. It's fresh. It's delicious. It's it's flavorful. Gross. Get it away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's just a matter of preference. It's and it's a very and it's not like one of those experiences that you're like, all right, I'm going to push through because I really want to see the story. Because this this is not a this is not one of those things because you're you're pushing through to see the story as six hundred hours later.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: right? and that's generous. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It uh, there was. Um, I was looking at my play time of one of my games, like, wow, I played that for, you know, 140 hours. I think mm-hmm. I just finished, I decided to get the platinum in final fantasy 10 because okay. I wanted to, I've always wanted to see what the, the true end game grind was like in that game. I've played it one time and I didn't like it when I played it and I still don't like it, but I really, I pushed myself through and I was like, God, 130 hours later. And then I was laughing cause I was contemplating playing burning crusade cause that was the, the new, the new re-release of the old wow expansion. And I was like, man, 140 hours barely gets my, you know, it's like what a couple days played. That's nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah. And meanwhile, I look through my Steam list, and there's like four games on it that top 100. Right, right, right. <laughs> and the oh, the, the top one is uh the top one is like 250, like ever. Well, that's and just... you have
1: your your favorite game in there, Skyrim.
0: Hey, it's moving down the list though. It's so moving, I heard Nintendo is
1: there that the Nintendo's. Push into you know they've they've been doing a couple of things where they try to advertise their games, um, and and get you know the word out there. And I, apparently they have the Mario Golf game is going to be played or maybe it was already played on uh, one of those late night shows mm. with some like an actual like PGA pro golfer dude. I don't know anything about golf. I love playing golf games, but I know nothing about who actually plays golf except for Arnold Palmer because he coined a lovely drink. Um,
0: I'm certain you know who Tiger Woods is. Oh yeah 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 of course.
1: But that's that's like Michael but Jordan. But th- those are the ones, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like It's yeah, like yeah, I Michael don't know Jordan. basketball but I know Michael Jordan. You you know the names that are all over the place, like right. the big names. But this well uh this person I've never heard of. Co- Colin Morikawa. Morikawa.
0: Oh, I, I don't mean, even know that name.
1: I think he's I like golfer. I know a few Maybe people... he's not a pro golfer. I don't know. But I, I, I know think a, he is. You no, know, he probably is. I, yeah. I
0: know of a few golf pros, but I think I know of most of the ones who were like popular like fifteen years ago. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh but okay, yeah. So um I, his his Twitter it looks like him and him and is it Jimmy Fallon? I think that's his name. Probably Jimmy Fallon. And yeah. they they played some they played some Mario Golf on, on on one of their shows or whatever it is. It it looks it's fun. It's it's kind of it's it's sort of neat to see Nintendo advertise like this cuz it's it still feels sort of foreign even though they've kind of always done it. Yeah. Um in different ways for various products, but it's 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 enjoyable to me to see like a a random uh, flagship Nintendo game on a on late night TV even though I I don't watch late night TV. <laughs> it's just kind of fun to see it happening.
0: Yeah. No, it's ultimately what you're what you're saying is like I being video game nerds were kind of used to, like, not really being talked about
1: in, like, sort of mainstream media. When well, certainly, this is not the case anymore, but for a long time, it was almost always a negative thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was always, like, it was always about violence.
1: Yeah, yeah, because clearly rock and roll is the, the problem with yeah, society. That, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's cool to see that, like, Miyamoto was on Jimmy Fallon at one point around, uh... I think it was when they launched Super Mario Run, the Oh, game. really? Okay. Yeah, the Miyamoto just was, like, on... That's cool. They didn't cool. have him on as, like, a guest. He was just, like, in the... He was, like, in the audience. He was <laughs> in the
1: audience? That seems so random.
0: Well, he was in the front of the audience, and they, like, you know,
1: they zoomed oh, no, in on was... him. It was like, oh, he's here. It was on purpose. I'm not saying that. I just yeah. mean it's sort of, like, one of those things, like, that's that's, like, the... <laughs> the strangest way to market something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like they, they spotlight, it was just like, they didn't want to bring him up on stage. Cause then he'd have to talk. Oh, okay.
0: You know, mm-hmm. but they wanted, uh, they wanted everyone to know that he was, that he was there. Like right, advertising right. it. <laughs> and that's the, uh, that is, I'm going to send you a, a gif and, in, in. Okay. In Discord right now. And, like, that appearance from Miyamoto is the originator of the thumbs-down to thumbs-up gif.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, this one? (laughs) (laughs) He seems so happy.
0: (laughs) He should be. Like, think about his legacy. True. I think think Miyamoto might have the the most, like, cemented, un-like indisputable strongest influence on the game industry of I like mean, anybody he
1: he more or less flipped around the the crisis that happened in the in the 80s more or less yeah like with with his little italian plumber like that th- that you it's, well, and it's like his creations and the types of games that he that he
0: developed brought to the mainstream what video games are now the Completely concept totally. of like a, the concept of an adventure that an like adventure Zelda. that you that you actually try to get to the end of when at the time most games were just a simple concept and a score attack.
2: Mm hmm. I mean,
0: you still had some games like adventure for the for the Atari. <laughs> Literally adventure. <laughs> so like there were games where it's like, you know, there's a you're on a
1: quest and you oh, want to finish is... the quest. But like, well, it that's wasn't not the same. It's that's not even I, that's part of what it is, and the fact that he was like, Hey, look, this can be really fun for everybody. I think that's also huge. Even though at the time everybody wasn't as big as everybody is today, because <laughs> somehow the word everybody can mean different things at different points <laughs> yeah. in time. But like you you if most people that would have seen Mario, like Mario Brothers, right, when it came out, would have been in a little bit of shock and awe, right? Like, whoa, that's so neat like you haven't seen anything quite like that before yeah uh the, I, the dude i i heard in some interviews that he could be a little of a stickler and and sort of a pain but on the other hand like i have guys, heard he has
0: flipped tables
1: yeah like i've <laughs> i remember reading that he made his kids purchase majoris mask with like their allowance money and stuff or That's something hilarious. like that Um, I don't, who knows if that's real or not. It was just, I remember reading that in an old, um, interview in like a magazine or something like that. Um, you know what I just realized about that gif?
0: What? I never noticed it before. What's that? That's Bill Trinan sitting next to him. I don't even know who that is. So now he's best known as, um, he's best known now as like the, the treehouse guy. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He has worked. Uh, he has worked for, Ninten- for Nintendo for like twenty five years or something like that as a as a uh, translator, localizer. Oh, that's cool. I think he. Uh, I mean, he has worked on.
1: So oh, he began many with many games. Yeah, apparently he he began translating bug reports for Ocarina of Time.
0: Yeah, I feel almost like he was. Well, no, that would be the nineties. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's more than twenty years ago now. <laughs> I feel like he might have worked on Pokemon.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm just lo- I'm, like, like like, I said, I didn't even know who it was until you said it. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia thing. It just said that it, the first thing was Ocarina of Time, and then he was hired as Treehouse Game Localization.
0: Yeah, he's been around forever. So, I mean, it makes sense that Miyamoto would be like hanging around with his translator. But yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. But like, I just never
1: noticed he was there. I've that's seen the that gift like, like a million times. That's that's the best kind of fame. <laughs> the people that know, know who you are, but regular people don't. So you get to live your life. <laughs> hmm not that a translator at Treehouse of America or Nintendo Treehouse would ever get that much fame, anyways. <laughs> but, but still, yeah, I, that's that was always one of those things that I loved about um watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. The it's written by it's you know old Larry David and he's the co creator of Seinfeld. And some of the things that happen in the show, there's moments where no one has any idea who he is because he wasn't on the show and he wasn't talked about much, right, uh, right at, around Seinfeld. So you know he'll be in situations where people have absolutely no idea who he is but they should and he's just treated like a regular person which is how people should be treated anyways but it's sort of comical the the things that he you know he 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 winds up in just because no one knows who he is <laughs> of yeah. course that's different now but yeah exactly it's this you know it's like 15 years ago or whatever um yeah so those... here's
0: here's an actual more complete list of of credits okay and he's been involved in like in some like marketing videos and like some directs and stuff like that too
1: but sure. like there are some important games on his, uh... Well, it seems like he's pretty much done everything. F- from Ocarina of Time on, he's been part of almost... Basically, part of like every Nintendo
0: of... first-party title. Yeah,
1: Except for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, not Pokemon. I was wrong about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but
0: yeah, anything with the word Mario in the game? That's what I was gonna Zelda say, Mario or Zelda. Kirby?
1: A little Kirby. <laughs> Hey, he even he even did some Golden Sun stuff. I saw which that too. he played recently. Animal Crossing? Then it just stops at Codename Steam.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think he's doing a lot of... Um, I don't think he's doing a lot of the actual, like, he's, direct yeah. work on the games now, because he's just kind of like... I think he's been there for so long that he's just kind of like the director of localization. Mm-hmm, so of he doesn't he doesn't work on individual projects. He just kind of, like, oversees the whole division Mm -hmm. but yeah he's a big deal that's cool
1: yeah well yeah um, i think so too let's talk about some games that aren't a big deal but one that should well and okay actually i love typing up the dead a lot that's not the one i was talking about i know i know (laughs) sponsors everybody okay all right um welcome to the retro breakdown where we introduce ourselves halfway through the podcast i i'm tom
0: (laughs) <laughs> I yeah I I said I said retro breakdown right after the big political thing earlier. Oh, you did. Yeah, well, but nice. then and we just rolled into other
1: stuff. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't well, I didn't know, talk
0: what? about myself. I just kind of I I tucked it in. I snuck in like welcome. You said welcome the title to the retro breakdown, and then well, you said works. where we talk about
1: video games because we were totally not talking about video mm, games. You're right. Well, so this is the retro breakdown where we like to introduce ourselves at any number of times between zero and who knows. Yes. <laughs> pretty much zero and two i think yeah maybe we'll do a n maybe we'll do one where we just we just say it constantly this is the retro break hey you know how we read an email earlier
0: if you would like to send us an email you can oh, send yeah. us an email at the retro breakdown at gmail.com
1: because this is the retro breakdown
0: that is the retro breakdown at com, and we will probably read your email off on the uh on the podcast and discuss things yeah it's, um it's, uh,
1: it's a lovely way to interact with us and us to interact with you actually that's probably <laughs> it's it's really exciting for us to be able to interact with you so it really it, is because so it implies that fun. there is a you
0: mm-hmm, which
1: mm-hmm. is something that we doubted at one point i mean i knew there was a handful of people that were listening yeah i did too. but other than that it's it's really exciting and i know we've said this like every single time we've gotten mail so you're kind of like yeah we get it but uh no it's really special it, it feels really, really nice. And I think that the the
0: biggest thing is like, there are people that we know that say that they listen to it. And so we know that there are people like, when I see the numbers go up on the podcast, it's always like, okay, so there's this person, this person, and this person who I think are regular listeners. Um, but they, you know, they're just doing it to be nice. Mm-hmm. They're doing it just to support us. The idea that like, it's a very different thing That some of the people who listen to the podcast are not that and are just like listening to it, who not knowing us just because they like it and want to. That's really special to a point where it almost feels strange. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. But like it, but like good strange,
1: like, oh, no, I know. I know you you mean it's like a whoa, it's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of surreal, welcome to the retro breakdown. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm time wanderer i twitch as I, I, I twitch at stream.tv slash time wanderer and yeah, i day. said it
1: let's let's we're, now we should just okay we should just break our sentences up so it's like we're playing um one of these games as our fractured reality be, uh get, like spreads into our like seeps into our, our, our other parts of our life because that's basically what lsd dream emulator plays like
0: yeah pretty much for the so record, we... uh, stream.tv is a real thing. I don't know what it does, but it involves streaming.
1: Be... Well, that's all I got. Okay. I don't know. I I I, I,
0: what... I made the joke about because I got mixed up and I was like I was like I, I
1: I Twitch. Be wary of where you of where you Twitch the streams at or streams yeah. the the Twitches. So we talked earlier about um the
0: what games we actually played. So we talked enough about NSYNC, I think. We more than enough, although I, I imagine it will come back up. Only because they wanted burgers
1: and it not was, normal burgers.
0: Like just a ketchup burger. <laughs> the best one was when that son of a bitch wanted he's like four pieces of cheese, please.
1: Yeah. It's not a burger anymore. Four cheese four pieces of cheese and a pickle. It's like a it's like a cheese toasty at that point. Because I imagine he would like it heated up. Unless he just wants four pieces of grilled oh, cheese on some bread, shit. I don't know. Now, what? you're right. That's just a grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's not that insane. Which is totally just... fine. But he didn't But he didn't market it that way. He said they wanted burgers. I mean, that's
0: true. But you, I bet you could go to a burger place and just order a grilled cheese. I bet they have it. I
1: guess, but it wouldn't be a burger. No, it's not a burger. Also, why did the condiments look so uncomfortable as both their squiggly form and their... They're 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 like, I, well they're blob forms. Let
0: me let me explain the the condiment thing. When it's falling, it looks like it, a snake, I guess. When it's falling, it is something you excrete from your body. <laughs> and when it lands, it's a different thing that you excrete excrete from your body. <laughs> it just feels wrong. And then they stack on top of each other. And then you like, get it the lands show. on the it lands on the bun and it makes this little like it makes this little like poop spot. <laughs> it lands in this That's little rock spot on the on the uh, on the burger. And then you did get another one and it does another like triangular poop shape balancing on top of the first one. We really have talked enough about Insync, though.
1: Yeah, the um, that you get to the show, you get you you get kicked in, You kick each other's sacks or mm-hmm. a sack. Collective, and then you dance awkwardly, and that's the super fan help. Yep. Um. Super fan help. sync done. That one's done. Let's let's do. Oh, okay. Let's let's hit Paranoia Escape because we talked Par- a little bit about it earlier. Paranoia Escape. This is this is a this is a weird a weird game. I don't even know. It's pinball. So it's it's pinball with like weird platforming
0: elements, and here's the issue. I finished the first stage and I was like, oh, that's actually really neat. Um, because the idea is you have this sort of lane that you're like moving through. Almost like almost like first person shooter hallway style. Yes.
1: Um but there's Yeah, because basically instead of instead of like having two guns, you have you you're sort of like holding the two flippers in a way, if you want to think about it like a first person shooter. And you kind of
0: can just move freely through the stage. If, like, imagine... Okay, so, like, imagine pinball. But if you were, like... If you were playing pinball from first person, and from the perspective of the actual, like... From the perspective of the flippers. Just, like, looking forward. Yeah. Yep.
1: And... two to, to, and, and the flippers are held by, like, little skeleton dragon things. Yeah. Because the... Whatever the, those the, are, yeah. The... I I think... <laughs> The so I guess a little background so screaming screaming mad George's paranoia escape the the reason this is even a thing is because there's a person a dude named screaming mad George who was born do you know in, who that is yes so it was a person that was born in Japan as jo, Joji Tani okay and he wanted to make his name unique so he changed his name to George mm. he then later uh, moved to the United States and because there's a lot of Georges here he changed his name to screaming mad George. Because mm-hmm. he liked Mad Magazine and someone named Screaming Jay Hawkins, who was like a '50s performer okay. that did some that was like very uh, animated and exciting and different. Okay, someone sure. someone said someone was like Screaming Mad George's. He wanted to make heavy metal, but it's the '50s. <laughs> mm, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Screaming Mad George made a. He had a punk band, and he in their music videos he did like some really crazy, gory, weird effects. Which is why the game is very strange looking. Yeah. And because of that, he got work in the film industry and he worked on stuff like Big Trouble in Little China. The okay. Predator, yeah. Uh Nightmare on Elm Streets three and four. And something called Arena, which I've never heard of actually. Um, okay. It looks very silly. So he did a bunch of these kind of, you know I don't I don't know if they're all really B films, but he just did weird because Predators, I think, would not be considered a B movie, but maybe Big Trouble. Whatever. It, you, 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 you know, know what? what I'm saying.
0: Like Predator is like a, it's like a B-movie with a blockbuster budget.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically that's, that's exactly what it is, because it had Arnold, who was a big deal at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he was in these movies, and he, was, he made some music and stuff, and that's, that's who he is, and I, I guess he made a video game, Scream Mad George's Paranoia Escape. Okay. And that's, that's, that's how this came to be, and that's why his name's on it, is that he was, he was a sort of a big deal- in, in his circle, right? Okay, yeah. As, as a person that did creepy, weird visual effects, which is why the game is, which is why the backdrop to the game is a bunch of eyeballs and mouths and stuff. Right, it sure is. <laughs> I wish we hadn't, but we did.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, that, that, provi- so is
1: the music in the game his then? I do
0: believe so, yes. It would if, make sense. Whatever,
1: whatever that was.
0: Speaking of which, I gotta go make sure that I said it before, like I swear to God, if if my channel is copyright struck for this,
1: I wouldn't I know. That's funny. You, yeah, you might, you might just remove the video.
0: I actually think I might just remove. I actually recorded it while I was playing it, so I have a copy oh, yes, of it anyway. Yes.
1: I wasn't sure I, if I'd want to keep it or not. I would be very surprised if that <laughs> if you hit it with a copyright strike for that, but you never know. You really don't know. Um. Yeah, I I'm guess he also gonna, did I'm Marilyn gonna... Manson's makeup at for something. And he did the map. Oh, he designed the masks for the hit hit American band Slipknot. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Sure. That, that yeah, sounds... okay, so he like dude's been around a bit. Fine. Yeah. Cool. Um Ultimately the game is pinball in like a really bad doom level. <laughs>
1: yeah, where you can't turn and you, you need can't to because there's corridors.
0: Rotate side to side, but the it, like you can't rotate side to side, but you have to like navigate through a stage that winds side to side. So you just have to like face forward and like strafe through,
1: and it feels really bad. It does. It feels really, it, really bad to do. I, honestly, I, I, and and going forward, don't expect like a normal review of these games where we actually talk about them as if they're worth playing, except for maybe Dragon Spirit. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dead. absolutely talk about that game. Because most of this is just for the fun of talking about them in general, because they're, mm-hmm. they're really just experiences, if you will. In fact, the LSD Dream emulator game, which we can just talk about, the, uh, the guy that made it, um, Osamu Sato, he's, he said he, he doesn't, he's like, I don't even like video games. Like I don't, I don't think about video games as a, as a medium. He just wanted to do something different with art. Sure. And he liked what Sony was doing because he thought Sony was taking some strides, as whereas Sega and Nintendo were more just a toy company still um, sure yeah and so that's why he used playstation and it was and it would have only been possible to do on playstation but no artist is going to say something as practical as that right um <laughs> they, they, they always have to have a reason for why they're doing the thing yeah. that they're doing uh that's where that's why he chose it on ps1 and the reason he was able to even make this game and get funding for this game is because he had another game called uh eastern mind the lost souls of tong now or something like that
0: wait that game and, came out first
1: Yes, way quite a bit before it, and that game won awards. It was actually it was brought to America, and so he had he had like enough clout in the industry to get funding to make the Dream Emulator game. To and I think the best description of the Eastern Mind PC game, which just it's it's a nightmare. But someone was like, "Yeah, it looks like H.P. Lovecraft." Shout out Salvador Dali after eating Picasso. <laughs> okay <laughs> I think that describes the art of Eastern mind pretty well <laughs> yeah which I know you didn't play but it does set the stage for this per- this person he is it's yeah. a very uh, it's unique he's in if a particular this... headspace yeah um but LSD dream emulator supposedly came up out of a mix of a actually doing drugs and keeping a journal of them like mm-hmm. a, or a dream and and a dream diary yeah also. He's been on record saying that he liked racing games, or he he liked the idea of racing games, but didn't like playing them and was more interested in if he could like t- crash the car and then send the player flying off into s- space or something, <laughs> which then has nothing there to do with definitely racing games is a at game all. flat out
0: <laughs> but, flat yeah. out is the game where you can do that
1: yeah, except this one was the person then gets taken to a surreal dream dimension instead of just you know. I don't know. Dying. Ragdolling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and that's, that's where that's, that's dream emulator. And, and what, so you had never heard of this, correct? No, I hadn't.
0: Um, but apparently like, you know, to give you an idea of the, of the people who tend to watch, they always like, th- there's like five people in there is like, Oh wow. Why didn't you go like this one's uh this one's really well known. Why didn't you go for something more obscure? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, Dream Emulator was it it was only released in Japan and it was it bombed in Japan for I have no idea why it's so fantastic. Uh, And then years later, it was picked up by the Internet as, hey, this is a strange, quirky game. And then Mm. like Let's Plays and all that kind of stuff came out. So it's it's one of the better known odd games. But the average person is not going to ever have heard of this. I mean, I just
0: don't know. Like, I wanted to try to get something out of that. But,
1: dude, I don't. I don't know people that. I don't is know those, if
0: there's supposed to be an objective.
1: I don't think there is. I think the whole game is just kind of going through this, the dreams, and then experiencing them. And it's kind of one of those. To me, this is one of those instances of art that I'll never be able to. I can't be a part of this community, not because I don't, I don't, I don't. Not because I think it's like beneath me or anything like that. No, is it because you haven't close. done LSD? Well, no. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But I think it's because I'm not the type of person that can look at. A painting for like seven hours and then be like wow i i feel I, I feel like my soul has shifted positions and now i'm feeling this way right like i just i don't yeah. have that ability to appreciate art in that way and i i never will well I'm, this I'm, you know, is and
0: this is a particularly this is a particularly weird one because this is a this feels like static art like looking at a painting like just observing your surroundings but mm-hmm. in an interactive medium but they've yes. stripped away the interactivity so it feels
1: like there is something missing. Right, and the the people that enjoy the game and the experience like this is the closest thing that's ever been to a dreamlike state and all this stuff and I to, I don't I it doesn't feel like that at all to me it just mm-hmm. feels like someone being like, hey let's make something weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I don't it's hard for me to picture this as anything other than let's just do the strangest thing we can think of. You, do, okay do you remember there was those mock children's um videos on youtube a couple of years ago that were sort of popular there was actually it was like eight years ago now but there was one that was talking it was like a kids thing where it was like um how to be creative and okay. it was a bunch of like puppets kind of talking and stuff and but there's weird little things in the middle of it that's you're like oh this is uncomfortable and then at the end it gets super strange like really really uncomfortably strange and it's it's funny i can't think of what it's called but it's like i know the one line is green is not a creative color um and to to me that's almost oh don't hug me i'm scared is what is what the video is called. Okay. Um, and there's a part of me that, that that's familiar but i i'm pretty sure i haven't seen it. Yeah, well when when this is done you can you can check it out. It's 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 good. It's a good chuckle. Um and and to me that's where that's where this sort of game sits at where it's like hey, let's just make something as weird for weird sake as opposed yeah. to no this is this is like a representation of dreams in my my feelings of life and art and stuff. Like I, sure. I don't, I don't, I don't. See it's that. like I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
0: know you. So like, my whole like, the the whole like, here's my here's my interpretation of life. It's like, cool, but
1: why do I care about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't know why you're sitting on a stool for six hours with eggshells and apple cores around you, but I don't I don't want to know either.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, again, going into it blind, like, I don't know, maybe I would have felt differently about it if I had just sort of been experiencing it. But I had this anxiety of, like, trying to
1: figure out what to do. Yeah, I wanted you to, I'm glad you experienced it that way, because that's what I did, too, where someone was like, hey, this is a weird thing, let's try it. And I was like, yeah, let's try it. And then I was like, oh, this is just... What? What am I supposed to be doing? Which yeah, I suppose like, is a statement in and of itself. Like,
0: it's, oh, am I going I mean, the right way?
1: Yeah. Like, what's what what? Why are you hung up on those kinds of limiting f- ways of thinking?
0: Did I did I did I overlook something? Did I, you know, am I yeah. backtracking now?
1: Just let go. Okay. I mean, I think that's the idea, right? Yeah. Th- there's apparently a bunch of different dreams that you can experience. And I guess there's like a shadowy figure that if you bump into it, locks you out of that dream and you lose that day or something. I don't know. Uh, it I was, did, this was, I did definitely like jump into a pit. And you did. That, yeah.
0: That ended a day.
1: Yep. So I think ultimately this game is a testament to how disgusting 3d environments look on the PS one.
0: <laughs> that
1: is, that is true. <laughs> That is very, very true. (laughs) That being said, this game does not need a HD remake.
0: (laughs) No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I think that like in a lot of ways. Okay, so this isn't necessarily like the same thing. But if you want to talk about the same sort of like just sort of audio visual uh, like experience where you're just kind of like you're just kind of like staring slack jawed at what's going on around you because it's just this, it's just a sort of like extra sensory overload. Yes. Um, extra sensory. It's not the right word. Sensory overload. Extrasensory is like being able to see ghosts and stuff. That's true. Um, <laughs> maybe. Although I guess maybe, maybe that's that part of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I feel like Res does this better.
1: Oh my God. Res is so awesome
0: res does res gives you the same kind of like
1: sort of odd sensory experience yeah but is a game and it's fun too and in fact that's a game that i did not experience this but there i knew some people in high school that were into doing the into doing the the drugs and they said that playing that game while doing drugs was really fun i have also heard this i'm talking about res yeah yeah just obviously um so yeah it's it's that that seems. If I was going to partake in drugs, I would want to play a game like Res, not the LSD. drugs. The drugs. <laughs> this is how people that talk about them don't know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's how do you do, fellow kids? Right, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Fellow <laughs> fellow stoners. <laughs> fellow stoners. Fellow drug imbibers. Um. <sighs> the the. It's sort of interesting because. The the game after the fact has gotten a bunch of press for being like this super experimental game. This mm-hmm. it's really cool that they're doing it. It's extremely unnerving, yada yada yada. Um and that's interesting to me because it's always funny how that that seems to happen a lot in the yeah. arts. Yeah. Where something gets laughed at in the time and then later they're like, This is brilliant, right? Like
0: Yeah, and it, I think it's it's backlash against like, oh, look at this weird thing that like as video games, especially at the at the top level, all kind of just become the same game. They they are, yeah. Like I mean, even, there's a lot of there's a lot more games now than there were, and they've become a lot more standardized in terms of what you know what elements they
1: should have in them. Yeah, and, like even even Mario. I love Mario, but mm-hmm. if you were to play one Mario game versus another Mario game, if you didn't care about the game particularly and you were just going for the the like the mechanics or the ride, they're all basically the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 Um
0: Yeah. It's all just, you know, it's a couple of, it's a couple of changed mechanics and new window dressing.
1: Of course that could so be like, said about sports too. Just very. Where, where. Yes. Very. So it's, yes. It's one of those weird things where if you don't, if you're not in the middle of it or you, it's not part of your life, then it's all going to be samey.
0: Right. So I, I think that it's one of those things where as video games sort of re- Especially, like again, bigger triple A video games sort of like move towards the singularity. Mm-hmm. Um, to look back and see something that is so far away from something that's so far away from like what Even anything today, yeah. And to <laughs> that, think that's... that, like, oh wow, someone really took a chance and made something super different all these years ago,
1: and they really did. I mean, th- honest to God, this game this should not have been made for. And, and by like any normal standard of games, right? but here's the thing, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this uh, I'm gonna throw this a, a curveball. Imagine right now mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you found eyes are closed, or any of these uh, any of these reviewers or you or whoever found LSD Dream Emulator and it looked and played like that, but you found it on
1: Steam as an indie game for five dollars. I mean, I think people would. I think people would kind of be excited about it because it's weird still. But, like,
0: ultimately, it is just a game where you just walk around in an empty world and don't
1: do anything. Oh, yeah. It's that's that's that's, okay. There's a zillion of sort of the the perspective of of it is what it's it's not. I mean, because it's a horrible video game. If you're talking about it as a video game where you do something, right? Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like, if it came out now, even with all the weirdness. Like it is ultimately just a game where you walk around and don't do anything.
1: But people did like walking simulators that told the story. Like that was a big deal a couple of years ago, right? Where where it yeah, was just I mean, there's still walking. a there's still
0: a place for those. Like I played Firewatch, It was really good. That was
1: more than a walking simulator though. You actually had goals and stuff to do. Yeah, but it there was, was things.
0: It it was mostly just walk to a place and push a button. Mm, yeah, that's true. But you still had a task. <laughs> yeah, and there was there was direction to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying if it released now, like, I don't think that the focus would be on like, oh, this is such a strange and unique experience. It would be about it would be about how someone just modeled a, someone just modeled a bunch of weird looking art and then dropped you in it and asked you for money.
1: Yeah, it's the the problem with gauging what's going to be successful or not. Not even successful, but what's going to be like deemed a success either by virtue of it making lots of money or because it hit some creative bar? Mm-hmm. the the money The money thing would be gone. This this would be up in the air. It'd be a giant question mark of would this game be popular? And it would depend entirely upon who made it and who played it and then talked about it in a way that's either good or bad. Right? That's true. Because because yeah. you're right. This game could it would it's it. <laughs> When it came out, nobody liked it. For years, it was just kind of a joke. And now it's still like, oh, but maybe this is a, a reason. This, this showcases how video games could be more than just a video game. Or, or it's a it's experimental, so it's fine if it's terrible. Yeah. Um.
0: So it's like, you know what it reminds me of? Like, it reminds me of, like, Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, except Mountain was 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. But, like, Mountain is a game where you don't do anything. It's a screensaver. Yeah, it is. But they decided to call it a game. Yep. Or I don't know if you remember from like seven years ago or so when uh, when Notch, riding high off the success of Minecraft, made his new game Cliff Horse.
1: Oh, no, I don't.
0: And Cliff Horse is just a game where you just are a horse walking up a bunch of cliffs Skyrim style and there's no game.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. See, that kind of experience, again, depending on when it's made and who who is involved in it will either get critical acclaim or be called the worst like the worst game ever i feel that that's really true with a lot of things that are quote-unquote art yeah like it it's it's that's sort of the weird like i don't understand high fashion right like i don't understand how putting someone in a in a vinyl seat cushion with no armholes and like a space helmet on top would be considered this is like brilliant like to me that's just insanity yeah, but then some people are like, oh, no, that's the most amazing piece of art I've ever seen in my life. Right? yeah. yeah. And the duck shoes just really bring it home. Mm-hmm. And so it's just one of those. It's just an area that I have to look at and kind of chuckle because yeah. it's, it's just beyond me. Not it, neither, Yeah, it's like just like that conceptually. That's just it's not like, for me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And that's where this game. That's where this game happily resides is whatever, man. <laughs> yeah basically
0: (laughs) i i just feel like it's it like to compare it now it's something that a lot of people have done and every time someone comes out with a game that is just like oh yeah you don't do anything but that's the game just experience it like this actually
1: happens a lot it does it does or or it's a defense for a game that's otherwise shouldn't have a positive experience like it right and and not to this is this is a really kind of popular example or not game example but a popular game that always rubbed me the wrong way because i thought it was stupid how it was presented is actually the bioshock the first story in bioshock where he's like oh man i got you all along would you kindly it's like yeah but mm-hmm. i didn't have a choice and he's like oh but you had a choice all along it's like well no because i needed to progress the game i suppose i could have turned it off but then what are you saying like it's there
0: a- there's a lot of games where it's like yeah i mean spec ups the line does this yeah, where it's like, at least yeah, at least that you gave you a choice. choice.
1: Like, at least Spec Ops the line gave you A or B. It's very simple, but at least it gave you an A or B choice. Whereas there was literally no other option in Bioshock. And then the big reveal is, ha ha ha, you had choices all along. It's like, well, no, I didn't have a choice. And, and Spec sure, Ops doesn't a, give
0: you a lot of choices because the the main quest line of the game involves like atrocities. True, you, true, can, true. you can avoid some like smaller things along the way yeah by like you know shooting into the air to disperse a crowd rather than yeah, shooting sh- the crowd yes yeah um but ultimately those don't really change the way the place the direct the, the direction that the story is going which spoilers for spec ops align is basically like if anybody were to actually do the things that are depicted in military video games they would be absolute deranged war criminals yeah or at the very least be scarred yeah yeah they would be they would be deranged war criminals and they would come out of it deeply like irreparably irreparably mentally damaged mm-hmm.
1: like that that is what that game is about well and and it, and sometimes that's actually can be really cool when it's presented in the right way i think wow. Undertale's a good example of that right yeah absolutely Where it's it presents you with a couple different outcomes and you have choice of getting there. And in fact, you can even ruin your chances of ever seeing the other outcome if you do, you know, certain things the if first you time through the things, game yeah. stuff. Um stuff. And that's why Bioshock was annoying to me because everybody talked about how incredible that idea was. It's like, well, yeah, but it w- it's frustrating because there's literally no other option. Um Right. And I actually liked Bioshock. I thought it was a fun game. I thought the gameplay was really good. It was pretty. I loved exploring. um uh, I
0: had the same the I had the called? same
1: gripe with the ending of The Last of Us. Yeah, I mean, we you and I, you remember that we we I, we literally all, not not you and I, but the other people we were with, I almost got into like a not a shouting match. <laughs> it, was like, it was a we heated were getting debate. We were getting into a heated debate because we had been up for 16 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> playing the game all night. Yeah. It was like, oh, sorry, Jesse, we woke you up. <laughs> I... But it's
0: 9 a.m., so it's fine. Yeah, I'm going to ride my bike home now. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot that. I forgot that was a thing. Oh,
1: man. It was a pretty long bike ride, too. <laughs> oh. Man. Was, yeah, no, I, I agree, though. that That's the there are certain. And again, it just depends because that same outcome could either be laughed at or talked about forever as like a crowning achievement in storytelling. Right. Yeah. It it's just sort of hit or miss. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what causes one painting to be popular versus another painting when they when I can't tell the difference. And that's sort of the magic behind people that can. I suppose, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or or it's who you know. But that's another <laughs> another topic, I suppose. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I like if someone has a good a uh, good experience with those types of games. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to dump on that. But it's well, no, no, no. And that's that's not. That, it's I'm not, not trying for me. to say that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. I I it,
0: spent the whole experience just stressed out about not knowing what to do, and upon finding out that there was in fact nothing to do, and I was playing the game as intended, I, it actually makes me sort of upset.
1: <laughs> it, it did the opposite of well. Maybe that's the point, man. Maybe that's the point. Maybe it is. You want to? Let, I feel like we can move on and oh, I'm let's, done.
0: Let's uh. <laughs> I feel like that we could talk, talk about Captain Novelin and Rex Ronan together because they are essentially the same game. But well, with they're actually, topics. they're made by the same
1: people. Oh, I uh, didn't know that. So they're made by a, co- a developer. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, they're, so they're made by a developer named Sculpted Software, who you might actually know as the people that made the Super Star Wars games on SNES. Uh, oh. They also huh. ported Doom, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, and Mortal Kombat 3 to the SNES. They were purchased by Acclaim at some point as well. Mm. Um but they made these Captain Novelin and Rex Ronin. They also made this game called Packy and Marlon, I think. Marlon? I'm not sure. I can't remember. And there's another one, too. Uh, and the reason these games are ac- honestly sort of interesting is that they were designed on a grant from the the United States government as a yeah, way makes to sense. help. Uh, like, they, they had some research behind them as a way to help promote um, adhering to different type. Well, Rex Ronan was to not smoke. But uh, right. Captain yeah. Novelin and Packy and Marlon were actually to help promote kids to stay on top of their, uh, diabetes medication. Mm-hmm. And there, there, I can link you an article later that was written in, I want to say sometime in the late nineties. Okay. That was about that video game and how it actually, like there was a, a very strong correlation between playing the game and then staying on top of their medication over the next couple of weeks. That kind hey, of that's cool actually. So the games are terrible. Uh, but the 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 heart behind them is lovely.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, like that is kind of interesting. That they actually created some positive outcomes, and that changes the way that I look at them because it because uh, otherwise it just kind of feels like yeah. I, I would look at it as oh, you're just this is a cash grab. This is a cash <laughs> yeah. grab to to just like dump out a a crappy game and and just call it educational and then try to sell it to like schools or doctor's offices or something and get yeah, in, in fact, it for you.
1: I, I believe captain novel and if I'm, I, I could be wrong on this, but I think when it came out, they gave away like 10,000 or 15,000 copies to different hospitals and to, to promote it. Yeah. Uh, as, as a basically it's for someone to, you know, have it while they're doing stuff in the hospital related to diabetes or whatever else it is. Um, and it, 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 don't get me wrong. This is not justify this be this game being made, especially if it's a team that made Super Star Wars, which is like a fantastic game. <laughs> hard. It, um, okay. okay fine, I feel fine, fine, fine. fantastic is the wrong word, but it's 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 a. I, I like those games. Yeah, <laughs> they're I, very I played, hard and they're clunky, but they're they're in, they're enjoyable to play.
0: I played and enjoyed those games, but I definitely as soon as you said it, I was like I. Definitely see some threads
1: connecting Super Star Wars and Rex Ronan. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic as much too, is, 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 is was, was used too easily there.
0: The, the hip, the shooting, the hitbox detection, the, the, uh, rapidly, endlessly spawning enemies. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that, I, I now understand why that game's so damn hard.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Um, and some of the, some of the platforming, like fighting you like oh the the whole game is
1: against you
0: yeah <laughs> from, from the hardware off <laughs> can and and can we just talk for a second about the uh the whole the whole notion of like the the scenario as like okay this dude's <laughs> dying from smoking got it that happens sure no issues there and then it's like so the tobacco company that he once worked for sent nanomachines into his body to make sure that he dies from the smoking i yeah Well, he was already dying from smoking but the tobacco company is is uh, like making sure that he dies by attacking him with nanomachines that you then have to destroy because if he survives the smoking disease (laughs) he might tell someone that smoking is bad and that's
1: worse than him dying or being killed. So if I may, I think the sequence of events is slightly off here. I think what happens is, is our our boy, Jake, who's been smoking since he was 15 and, and peddling tobacco to everybody. is now dying from, he's just, yeah, he's just like, Hey, come on, man, you'll be like Joe Campbell. sweet. And so he, he's dying. And, uh, Rex Ronan, the experimental surgeon, yes. is like, "Hold on, I'm going to shrink myself down and cure uh-huh. your body of yep. smoking." Right? Yes. And once he shrinks himself down, that's when the tobacco company has access to sweet micro machines or <laughs> microbots, nano machines, and dumps them inside of him. Once Rex Ronan has entered the body, so it's and then they want him to die. How do they even know? They're, they're a tobacco company. They are all they know, seeing. They, they they know everything. The <laughs> they, correct
0: they have... answer is because they own the pharmaceutical company that Rex Ronan works for.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the least of our concerns. If they have, if they have these these, they have so they have these microbots which are supposed to then they're like we got to make sure we kill him. We got to kill Rex Ronan. We got to kill this guy because if he lives and he's cured of smoking, he's going to go around and talk about how bad smoking is. Right. Um, but because everyone doesn't already do that, I, the, the, so there's two concerns one this is what they have machines to do is to kill people and two they are extremely inefficient at killing people <laughs> yeah like, that that is true they are very bad at killing people well
0: i don't know like you get enough some of them like i, I will say this they're tanky
1: yeah yeah but they're they, tanky they, as hell but they don't even attack the guy exactly they sort of just go after you well
0: yes that's true <laughs> like I don't know what they're actually I think they're only there just to kill Rex Ronan himself
1: no no they want to kill the patient too because if he survives yeah but he's oh, gonna I suppose he's gonna is, die he's gonna die you're correct you're so... tr- correct oh yeah you're correct they, they sent the bots in to hunt to hunt the experimental surgeon who's got a sweet spaceship
0: I don't know why he needed a spaceship for the you know I, I don't know I'm that that is yeah that's a great question I'm putting too much thought into this um... I, I don't know I almost kinda like Captain Novalin. It's fine. Captain Novelin, I, despite having despite having sprites that are so large that it looks like a, a like a Game Boy color game. And they're terrifying. Yeah, they are pretty they I are mean pretty, they are scary. Um control-wise, that game is almost serviceable in a in a Cusa Grande worthy type of way. In a Super
1: Star Wars kind
0: of way. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's like it's so weird because Captain Novalin is like too fast, but Rex Ronan's too slow. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's the biggest thing with with Captain Novalin is you move through that like it feels like the camera should zoom out by a by a ratio of like three, <laughs> and then that game would actually be kind of good. Also, that one doctor needs to cool it with the milk. Like, can you like? <laughs> You know be what the options. doctor should be telling you to drink water. No,
1: he's like he's like all right for breakfast. I want you to have an orange, a bowl of cereal, a glass of milk, and then a glass of milk with your snack. Yeah, and then, and then at, at a- lunch, I want you to have a gallon of milk, a chicken leg, and some yep. crackers. Mm-hmm. Before
0: bed, make sure you have your glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, another, oh, that's right, it was another glass of milk before before bed. It is like. <laughs> it is like almost every meal. Yeah. There's one meal. That and the he doesn't the breakfast milk. meal is literally a bowl of cereal and a glass of milk. And it's like, if you, if you eat it, if you're eating a bowl of cereal and you're not some sort of savage, <laughs> you're having milk with that. You can have something else. <laughs> Captain Novelin un- is Captain Novelin is in the pocket of big dairy. <laughs> they
1: pick the most unflattering sprite for that man. <laughs> <laughs> they just like threw a horrible picture of him, then pixelated it. But he kind of he kind of I mean, has like Job of the Hut feelings there a bit because his head just kind of like melds in with the rest of him. <laughs>
0: That's like none of those sprites are 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 flattering. So I think that I think the Lady doctor's sprite is one of the worst actually. Oh yeah,
1: she's like dead eyes, like completely totally terrifying eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> awful. But so the. But the only only dunking on them,
0: like dunking on them aside, if they actually created positive health outcomes for people, I'm glad that they, I'm glad that that was a thing.
1: Yeah. So Captain Novalin was 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 when they tested it out with. I mean, it's a fairly small n, so it's only like you know 30 or 40 people or whatever. Whenever they test these things out, but technically that's enough mathematically to 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 be a representative of a fairly large. Sure, it's statistically significant. Yes, exactly. Um the the people with diabetes are like hey i like this game it's cool and that could be partially because it's fun just to have representation right mm-hmm. it's nice to be like hey this is who i am thank you for sure, making yeah. this thing about me it's almost like that's that's an issue as as a whole in america and we're slowly or the world and we're slowly coming to to terms with that um and so on on that on that side it's really neat that these exist like mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, they're bad games. Yeah, of course, they're some of the worst games. like <laughs> As far as games go, they're just bad. But it's really cool that the idea behind them wasn't to just peddle, I don't know, a thing. Like, they weren't trying to force something. It wasn't were, a Chester were...
0: the Cheeto game. It, they weren't trying to sell you something directly. Yeah, they, they, were they were just genuinely... trying to tell you, like, hey, this is some health stuff you should be aware of.
1: Yeah, and there's there's better versions of these types of games later. Um Oh God, what is it called? Oh my god, what's the cancer one that's super famous? Oh, remission. Duh. Mm, it's yeah. got a cool name. Yeah, yeah. That one was same idea where it was designed for cancer for kids that have cancer and it helped them deal with just the I mean it's a pretty heavy weight, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of we were talking about where, you know, you think of issues and then you think or how infant how small we are when you look at stuff and like, oh yeah, this is this issue. And then you think about even your own issues compared to other people. Around you and you're like, yeah, sometimes now maybe this is not the case for you, but for me personally, it's 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 a lot of times like, oh, yeah, my my immediate issue is not it could be way worse. Um,
0: Yeah, it's like I look I have some like, you know, I'm thirty five. I have some gray hairs now. (laughs) Um, And sometimes you look at your gray hair and you're like, oh, God, I like there's not as much of my life left as I thought there was. And it's like (laughs) and then you flip the script on
1: it. It's like I am so incredibly lucky to have lived to see thirty five. Well, and, and realistically, it's not even half over. <laughs> yeah, it, it might be, sure. But there's a, there's a pretty decent chance that... But regardless of how half. much
0: is left, the fact that I've made it this far and experienced and done the things that I've done is like, boy, I'm really fortunate to have been born in an era where living to your mid-30s is, like, expected.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. True. and And we got to live through some of the coolest... I mean, like, some obviously bad things the good things but there's there's been i feel overall there's been more positive experiences this is a really uh, cool
0: era to live in despite yeah. all of the 2020 that we've been through um well yeah there, there's there's been some bad stuff yeah but
1: there's I, I, overall it's a net positive and you
0: and i are you and i are hundreds of miles apart right now having a conversation that we are recording and putting on the internet for listeners in another hemisphere yeah multiple yeah exactly that's really cool multiple different hemispheres Mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm.
1: actually if you want to be technical all of the hemispheres every hemisphere yeah thanks thanks rex ronin (laughs) (laughs) all right what else we got um uh how about a real game yo snacks and jackson (laughs) okay (laughs) no dragon yeah no let's let
0: no let's hit okay let's hit snacks and jackson
1: so this game uh, this game is near and dear to me because the, you know, Overclocked Remix, the, the video game website, Sure. the, the creator of that DJ Pretzel, I think is what yeah, his DJ Pretzel. handle is, um, him and I want to say somebody else used to have a website called just Overclocked or over, maybe it's just overclocked. I think it's just Overclocked.
0: .org. Yeah. Um, I think it's it, Overclocked cause the OC and OC Remix is, Oh, is Overclocked Remix. Correct. So I think, um, I think Overclocked is the original website. Oh yeah, yeah, actually here and you then go Remix is the is the spin
1: Yep, there's there's the it's the overclock.org is still online, but it's like hasn't been updated since 2001. Oh boy, um, has it. <laughs> oh, that definitely hasn't been. Yeah, okay. Um, well yeah, like most of the links and stuff don't work, but they they used to review like bad games and stuff. And one of the ones that stuck with me forever was Snacks and Jackson because mm. it <laughs> <laughs> this was the first game I think I ever saw like read about online that was just holy crap what in god's name is this game <laughs> yep cuz the other it's games honestly, are purposely like compared to everything else I don't even feel like it's as weird it's not but those games are almost purposefully weird like like they kind of go out of their way to do something strange and snacks yeah. and jackson's like hey I've got this game where you bounce a ball and eat snacks but also your neck is made of rubber also you're a clown <laughs> yeah i don't it's not watching actually... a clown
0: face extend on a slinky towards the screen to eat something is not my idea of a good time <laughs> no, mine either. but that's what the game is it's ultimately like so ultimately the game is jacks like the ball yes. and jacks where yes. you like bounce the ball and then you like pick up however many jacks like it's exactly. just that's, a video game version of that with but like from a different perspective and in the most horrifying uh in, in like the most horrifying way possible.
1: Yeah, that's actually that's a great point because I was gonna say if you if you if you just want to Google it to see what we're talking about, it's like snacks the letter N and then Jackson spelled J A X S O N like Jacks. The... Yeah,
0: should be in the uh, should be in the description of the podcast.
1: Oh, Okay, cool. The, cool.
0: This the spelling.
1: Yeah, because you you play as Jackson DeBox and yeah, like a Jack yeah. in the Box. Ha 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 ha. Hey, hey, the game was eighty five, <laughs> and it did have it did have a cool trackball that you used. To, to control the head like you and know that's like that's kind of cool i can like t- get that like the what's what's the, what's the golden tea right mm-hmm. um so you you roll the head around the screen and it's actually i would imagine it's sort of a fun arcade game uh, it might actually like, be honestly. it would be kind of like one of the i mean if it's 1985 and i saw it in a, a restaurant i totally would have played it um but that's it i might that have dropped really, a quarter into it that the, oh yeah that's all that's all i'm saying like just one. a quarter yeah, and then talked about how weird it was.
0: <laughs> and it is weird, but I, I maintain it's really not as bad as it could be.
1: No. In fact, it's it's quite tame compared to just like Paranoia Escape. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, I, I think the weirdest thing about it is just Clown. And it's such an old game. And I didn't expect you to be able to find it when I requested it. So that was fun. Yeah. um, And that's it. That's really, really I all anything, I have to say about that. I have that. nothing else to say about it. it. Was It's just one of those games that I remember reading in like 1990 or reading about in like 97 or 98 on, on the overclocked website and just being like, Oh my God, that's so funny. Cause you know, it's the nineties and everything's and, and you're a kid. And so, so exaggerated humor is the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. It, well, so, so a side note, um, I was trying to find this website, the overclocked.org cause I like, I can't remember what it actually is. So I asked Kyle who has an encyclopedic knowledge for useless information. He's Excellent. like, Oh, it's just this. And when I went to the website and it was like, hey, 2001, hell freezes over. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to be stopping updating this. I'm just going to focus on OC Remix. And I was like, really? It was 2001? Like, I thought it was later into the the early 2000s that they closed the website. And it was just, it's sort of this, it's kind of like an exciting thing to just, I, I don't know. I get, it's, it's a, we've talked about how the passage of time is, is weird, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, it's sort of neat to think that we are. We are the boomers of the internet, a little bit, yeah. Like, I, I like you look at this website and you're like, "Oh my god, it's so hideous." <laughs> and, yeah, but like, you remember when that's what websites looked like, and you made your own on GeoCities that looked like that. Exactly. Like, how did how did we get by without databases of information like Wikipedia or YouTube? Like, it's it's sort of this this was like a a website. It's like, oh man, there's so much information. It talks about all these old consoles, and mm-hmm. they have they, they the website literally had links to ROMs. <laughs> because that wasn't an issue like nobody they, yeah like, they hadn't caught up with it, it yet <laughs> right um so it was just sort of this fun moment of like the the past i suppose and, yeah. and how how different things are today um in every in every imaginable way except for the fact that information is just online in some form <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no I, re- I remember like i'm old enough to remember looking information that i wanted up in a in an encyclopedia mm-hmm. like yeah, a physical
1: book organized by letter <laughs> i i we we had a set of encyclopedias that was like around and i remember thinking that was so neat that all this information was in these books like you i was like i could look up anything i want to know ever yeah yeah
0: <laughs> until it wasn't there and then you were like well now i just still don't know
1: it, now you gotta up uh, now you gotta buy the updated version of the books
0: and or like Which I, I think ultimately the answer to that was go to the library.
1: Of course. Yeah, I was about to say that's that's what you would do because uh because that's a, what they're there for. Yeah, I mean libraries are pretty cool.
0: They are very cool. Uh so, so we got two games... I don't we haven't actually talked about the typing of the dead at all yet.
1: Well, would you like to talk about Dragon Spirit or typing of the dead? I, I think we should decide. close
0: with typing of the dead. Okay, fair. Um I don't really like I don't have that much to say about Dragon Spirit, other than that it was cool, and I think I want to play
1: more of it. This game, it's it's. I like go so I like to say it's I liked awesome. it
0: so much <laughs> that I actually kind of want to just save it, and just talk about it maybe on its own podcast,
1: or even like a mix of this game and like Tiger Alley in 1942, like some old NES kind of bullet hell type games. Um, I mean, I know those games are in arcades, but they're the Tiger Alley was super fun on mm-hmm. the NES so i could even see like a a podcast of that cuz the game's really cool it's just it's just a good game
0: yeah and i, I it's, requested
1: it's a... it because i wanted to find you a a kind of obscure game that was actually good since i yeah. was giving you a whole bunch of trash
0: yeah no that was it was it was refreshing it was yeah. very it was very very welcome it was uh, just a uh, it was a game that uh like every time it came up i was like yay the good one <laughs> <laughs> so it's, fun, it's just fun. it's a top-down shooter and it doesn't in that it isn't anything special other than that in like instead of like a plane or a spaceship you're a dragon yeah and but other than that you pretty much just like you pretty much just galaga through it there's some
1: cool things though like the vines and the one stage that you shoot through uh to i mean gradius 3 has that yeah i guess it does i haven't played that many um like it's a it's a like it was
0: shooters. it's common enough where i was Bridal like. Shooter. Once I realized that that was a thing, like the vines go away when you shoot them, I was like, "Oh, it's this section."
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. So like, I, I think the most
0: I understood it, but like it was still good. Like I I'd really, I really really enjoyed that. Like go check out Dragon Spirit:
1: The New Legend. that's a fun and game. What's What's neat is the developers. I have no idea who they are. They're now in production, but what's fun is their publishers in Japan were Namco, and yeah. their publishers in the United States were Bandai
0: and it's before and they, worked, they
1: became namco bandai. Yeah, and so it's before they're bamco and it's for that and and they worked with nintendo to make it like they, it was on the nintendo entertainment system. So that's just kind of a funny like one of those uh in how how time has made that combination of companies more uh like not amusing but just kind of um what's the word? like serendipitous or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I I like that's I don't a... have anything else to say about it like <laughs> And that's partially because, like, it was j- it's a good top down shooter, and I don't feel like I need to say anything else about that. Like, yeah, if you like top
1: down shooters, you're like this. There is an easy mode if you screw up in the first stage, which then gives you like half the game. Um, but otherwise, there's also a decent challenge and lots of different upgrades for dragons. Speaking
0: and stuff. of the beginning of the game, um, that is actually something cool that I wanted to point out. Oh, what's that? I- I don't think I've ever seen an NES game with a playable prologue that pre that like that you go through
1: before the title screen. And it's how you access easy mode. That's really cool. Yeah. It's like really the game cool. just starts
0: up giving you story and I'm like, all right, let's wa- let's watch. Th- let's like watch through the, uh, you know, let's watch the cool. the, the opening cutscene, cut and get the little like, you know, 10 line story of what's going on, which was very much an NES story. That's just like, <laughs> This is the big evil and you were the big hero.
1: Well, you, t- you got married and had a kid. Yeah. And while that was going on, the, e- the, the evil entity was destroying Earth or something.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, <laughs> it's very much like, yeah, it's, it's real bad. Go fight the evil. Here's your story. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but then, like, I'm watching through this and reading everything. And then, like, and then there's video game. Yeah, you just start playing. And you play through like a short little stage with a boss at the end. And then it's like after that, like after the battle, this happened and then you get title screen press start. Yep. Yep. And that's really cool. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. Me neither. You're right. Like I like on an NES Okay. That's
1: actually so awesome.
0: That's so cool. So like, that's, that's probably the one thing that, that stood out. Like I didn't play that much of it, but like I want to act. That's the one game that I actually want to play more of.
1: Yes. Like yeah, I like I I liked I liked watching you play. I didn't actually bother playing it myself because you know what they play like if you seen if you're watching somebody play it. But it looks yeah. very fun. It looks it looks nice and it, the the uh the, the fact differ- that
0: it differentiates between air targets and ground targets and you have like a a forward shot and then like a a bomb. Yeah, that's, I, I want to say of Tiger Heli
1: did that too. If I'm remembering I, correctly, it's
0: not unique to that game. There's definitely a couple of games that have that, but it's a it's a mechanic that feels good when it's done right. It does, yeah and it sidesteps the problem that a lot of top-down shooters have which is overloading you with ground targets yes when when you have to be really precise on where you drop them but then there's like oh here's 15 all shooting at you at the same time (laughs)
1: like maybe later levels do that but the ones that i played were actually pretty fair and it felt nice the only thing I would say is that it, you need a manual because you were getting all kinds of power-ups and I had no idea what anything did. Except I, sometimes your dragon changed colors.
0: I started getting an idea. Sometimes the dragon changed colors. I didn't know the color change did, but sometimes you grow more heads. Yep. And but I don't know what And then you have like up. additional shots. I, know, I learned that the one thing was basically like a fireball power-up. Okay. And then there is one
1: thing that brings you back to one head, but gives you like a spread shot. Or like, yeah, there's one that's like, like super beams like they're like more solid than the other one or the yeah. dragon or i don't know one of them was really strong because you killed one of those bosses way faster than the yeah. other ones
0: yeah um and then there's one that i think makes the dragon smaller so you have like a a, a reduced hitbox box. yeah ah, cool and i didn't re- i didn't recognize exactly which icon which did which thing but i recognized that like oh i have this power up now one of okay. the things i picked up must have done that yeah so yeah Again, that's Dragon Spirit the New Legend. That is a that is a recommend. That is the Mm -hmm. only recommend of this podcast.
1: From you. Because I love I absolutely a hundred percent recommend typing of the dead.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Let's that's so before we started recording, (laughs) Jesse came in and was like, I want to try it. It's so fun. And she blew away the first two stages like way better than me. So I was like, oh, it's me. I can't type.
1: Actually, while you were playing it, I was like, man. Am I am I my memory way off about this game? So I I installed it and was like, oh, no, it's just Dean.
0: It's just me. Like, I've always thought that I type just fine because I write for a living. (laughs) But like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm I'm apparently just not good with that. (laughs) That was really like that kind of shook me a little bit.
1: I felt really bad for you because like, oh, no, maybe this was. I should have I should have just said, hey, play on the easiest difficulty because that's the difficulty that was, like, <laughs> it's more fun. But I don't even know if easy did anything different, really. It didn't you feel like had... it did anything
0: different at <laughs> <Yeah>. all. Because
1: <laughs> it still, it still beats you up in a few parts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was blaming the game. And then I watched <laughs> Jesse play for like 10 minutes. And I was like, it's me. <laughs> it's 100% me. She crushed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this game, the reason I love Typing of the Dead is because I, I happened to I wanted Dreamcast selling candles in in middle school or high school or whenever nice. I guess it would have been middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that Dreamcast did was had SegaNet, which was an online thing, and because it was online, it had a keyboard and a mouse and all this stuff. But then I guess I don't actually know how it happened. Like I don't know what what the idea was or what caused sega to think hey let's turn house of the dead into a typing game and the 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 game actually has in part of it it has a whole section of it where it's like a it's like an edu like a teaching you how to type for real it doesn't yeah there, there is yeah. if you did the tutorial it has all of that in there like drills touch typing how to put your hands on the keyboard it's mm-hmm. all it's all in the game like an entire mavis beacon um learn how to type section is in uh is in the game but then they also just have house of the dead 2 the, the entirety of the game as, as as a typing game. And so instead of shooting the zombies, words would pop up on screen like, you know, just like daffodil or something, something, sure. something benign. Sometimes it was weird, like Child on a Leash. Um, yeah, sometimes <laughs> it is. Sometimes it's way weirder than that. <laughs> oh. Sometimes it is. And so I remember getting this game for Dreamcast uh, and you could play it like with the keyboard mm-hmm. and... My friend had a, Kyle, he had, he had a keyboard too, and we would play it, like, co-op. <laughs> At least that's my memory. I'm now wondering if it was actually a co-op game on Dreamcast, but I'm almost positive it was. Um, Someone else mentioned co-op, so I don't think that's just you. Oh, no, I know it's co-op, because there is actually, I don't know if I've shown you this before, but hang on a minute. Let me send you an image really quick. Copy image. Paste image. Check that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've seen this before. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen the the, the arcade uh,
1: keyboard setup. Yep, so it's it's you know, an arcade in Japan mm-hmm. that has instead of two light guns, it's just two keyboards sitting yeah. there.
0: <laughs> like the characters in the game and their yeah. hilarious line reads.
1: <laughs> this is this is one of those for me it's one of those perfect examples of edutainment where you know, you need learning to type now is kind of it's just it's sort of like just baked into you as a person almost, right? Like it feels fe- like it, yeah like, like I, you don't even i don't think i doubt they take i doubt there are typing courses in school anymore do you, are, I, I mean actually like, are there i don't know cuz like when i was like, a kid we, we had to do it a typing we had a like typing I class i feel
0: like typing as a skill in and of itself is not taught anymore yeah. i feel like typing is something that is taught alongside other computer skills okay cuz there's like sense. coding and stuff in high school now
1: yeah like i could take a coding course i mean i did take a coding course but so I, I think it's yeah, one of those know. things that you're just kind of expected to learn in the background. Uh, that makes sense, yeah. Because like when we were growing up, it was part of the curriculum if if you were going to like a public school. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but this is like one of I love I love this idea as a way to teach somebody how to type because it's not only just Mavis Beacon, which is you know whatever, but it has a whole game element to it also. Even if it's I, I mean House of the Dead's fantastic as a game to play, and the story is makes it even more fun because it's like. <laughs> The line reads are some of the worst you'll ever hear in a video game. Absolutely.
0: It is Um, like if somebody if somebody right now was trying to do a parody bad line read, it would sound better than this.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you could you could have you could do the voices right now for every single person in this game and it would be be night and day in terms of better. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I like. It is ultimately a better experience for having those those flat
1: like, who could do this? My God, <laughs> it makes me so happy. And I, this game's also gonna like I said, I I loved it on the Dreamcast, and for a project during my masters, I used I used this game as like a example of edutainment and stuff. So it's it's I I really really love this game. It's I think it's one of the, it's like a quintessential. Here's how to learn if 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 I ever have kids and they want to have a typing thing, this is what I'm going to have them play because it's mm-hmm. just so silly and so much fun.
0: Yeah, the the story was like I was going to come in with a much more negative impression of it. Yeah. And then like Jesse played it for like 10, 15 minutes and I was like, oh, no, OK. <laughs> OK, it's absolutely me <laughs> like this is a this is an I'm bad at typing and
1: didn't realize it. <laughs> I have a question. I don't re- I missed the very end of the stream and I forgot to go back and check it. Did Bungie you end jump. up getting the bungee ending? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know you couldn't. That's gotta be the the
0: weirdest ending. He like he's like, it's not over yet. There will be a successor. And then he just like does the backwards free fall off the building, but then it turns out he has a bungee cord and he just bounces back up. And then he burps, and then the yeah. game's over. It's like a, it's like a Silent Hill. Uh, it's like a Silent Hill joke ending.
1: I mean, all of the endings are sort of joke endings. So the other possible ending is the explosion ending, which is where he falls off the building and then explodes when he hits the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the Superman ending, which is similar to the first one, but he bids farewell to the narrator. He raises his hand, hands and rises up into the sky, and he, he just flies away, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, the different endings are achieved by, depending on how you answer the questions. Oh, so, okay. So I the thought explosion, it was performance-based. No, no. So the, the explosion ending is if you type honest answers to questions, so like the correct ones. Mm-hmm. The bungee ending is if you do a mix of like, strange or untruthful or honest. And then the yeah. Superman one is only if you type the wrong thing, like only untruthful stuff.
0: Okay. So maybe the highlight of, um, maybe the <laughs> highlight of all of the lines in the game is, uh, why are you playing this game? And then you can type, I thought it was house of the dead 2.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I had actually, I had never seen that. Um I don't remember that response to the game cuz it's it's random what you get as your word packs like Oh interesting. Typing. Okay. Uh so there's a couple of those that you got while playing that I had never seen in the in the, oh, well that I didn't remember seeing. I might have typed yeah, sure. 15 years or 20 years ago or whatever. Yeah, I get you. Um but but the yeah, that was that was just that was a good time. I'm so happy you played it and I'm sorry that you're bad at typing. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm bad at typing too. It feels really bad. <laughs> like I mean,
0: <laughs> it, it's you ever have like confidence in a skill and you're like, "No, this should be fine. And then you
1: realize that you're actually garbage. <laughs> like it, it's it even does funnier. something to you. It was sort of funny. Cause I was like, oh man, I wonder if, cause you type when, when you're writing messages online, you're the, you're the type of person to write with precision. So you use punctuation, proper capitalization. Yeah. You know, yeah. Words are actually spelled properly. Whereas when I type, it's just, it sometimes it looks like I actually just hit the keyboard with all of my hands or all of my fingers at once. And it was like, Hey, does that make sense? Uh, so usually when I'm typing it's a mess. And so I was like, man, I wonder if Dean's precision typing, like like you're you're worried about typing like the presentation of it is getting in the way of your speed, whereas I'll just like hit it and most of the time it's gonna be right, but sometimes I'm gonna change words around. And I don't even type properly exactly. Like I use the wrong fingers to hit some keys, but it's sure. just how I learned and got comfortable with it. Right. Um so it was it made me laugh a little bit because I was like, oh no, I wonder if I wonder if the 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 proper typing is getting in the way of him killing zombies right now with their, with their toy mallets and spatulas. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do think that's part of it. Um, I, I think that's part of it just because, um, the, how do I, how do I explain it? I guess like when I type, like I kind of just go fast and slow based on my thought pattern. Right. Yeah.
1: Cause you're, you're, you're sort of seeing the words and then you're typing them.
0: Yeah. And so, like, I, I don't know if everyone does this, but, like, when I was being faced with... I, I was coming up against words that I didn't, like, intrinsically know how to spell. And we have to, like, weird? think about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm
0: not just typing the letters as they show up on the screen. Like, I am, I am think seeing about the, the word. word, and then I'm thinking about the word. Yep. And then... And I'm going through that whole experience, and... And then it's like if it's a word that's difficult for me to spell, then I have to think about it, and the game doesn't give you time to think. You oh no, just, no 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 no! You
1: just go. You have to go. It's 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 very it's a very fast. Uh, well, it's like playing Real House of the Dead except having to type yeah. instead of just shooting a gun at their head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Um, so like it was it was difficult for me, but it it was it was also like just very very humbling. <laughs> the best part of the game, though, I think we can probably both agree on aside from the hilarious lines. Is the fact that because this is typing of the dead, the, the the characters in the game are running around with Dreamcast backpacks with batteries on top and then keyboards strapped to their chest instead of guns, and so like in some cutscenes, like you know, instead of shooting the the boss at the end of a fight, they're just like hitting the keyboard a few times. And there's like clicking noises and stuff. I yep. I love that so much.
0: Yeah, the fact that the the fact that the they're killing zombies with typing in universe, and that <laughs> yeah. whole thing is like diegetic to what's going on. Yes. Yes. Me- it, the, the whole game is a train wreck, but it's beautiful. <laughs> but it's on, a whole it's, conversation that goes on at the beginning of one of the missions where, like, the only thing you can hear is the motorboat
1: engine. Yeah. yeah. And you I can, if you listen was. really
0: closely, you can hear voices <laughs> wow. way underneath it. But, like, it's so quiet. That, that might
1: have been the file that I gave you. I'm not positive, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's just bad sound mixing. I mean, um, the
0: sound mixing throughout is not very good.
1: No, like, the 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 gun sounds are painfully loud compared to mm-hmm. like other things in the game. It, it's it's yeah, it's I don't know. If you ever wanted to type some zombies to death, I love this game. So there there was a there was a new one released called Type uh, Typing think, of the Dead Overkill. Yeah, because they made House of the Dead Overkill, and that became Typing of the Dead Overkill later. Right. And mm-hmm. for me, it's it's not as fun because they did they fix it. Well. The none of the dial like the dialogue is purposefully forced and bad, but they just think like, there's tons of like forced swearing and it feels weird. Oh and the yeah. sto- like they tried to have like a, a story that was a more of a story and it's but it's also supposed to be dumb and weird and be movie-ish. Whereas House of the Dead felt totally natural as a dumb movie story. Like nobody made nobody was making the story thinking they were telling a great story, but it was just no, kind it's of fun. They they definitely
0: know what it is. They're making it like they're making it silly on purpose, and I respect that.
1: Yeah. Whereas overkill, to be quite blunt, it was an overkill in every sense of it. Mm-hmm. Like it was just not. It was meh. I didn't. I didn't. I I had fun because I liked the whole typing at, at the zombie stuff, but it just wasn't. It didn't. It didn't hit the same. It didn't hit the same thing for me as 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 the original. Yeah. And again, that could be partially nostalgia, but I I do really believe it has more to do with the fact that it, they tried so hard to make it fit into whatever their vision of what it should fit it was kind of like that movie sausage party which was it looked okay. like it might be funny in the it looked like it might be funny in the previews and then you sit down and like the first words out of everybody mouth everyone's mouth is like just a, a, a string of swearing and mm-hmm. you're kind of like what is this like when when you're 13 and you're you're home alone with your friends and you're like oh my god we can say all these bad words and not get in trouble and that's sort yeah, of yeah
0: yeah 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 okay
1: and I and that's see where sort you're going. of where that movie fell into to me I was like this is not funny because it's it's way too forced and House it's the Dead trying Overkill too hard felt... to be edgy. Exactly, and Overkill felt that way to me. Whereas the see. original is just the House of the Dead with typing, which is exactly as dumb as it sounds yeah. and as great as it sounds. It's simultaneously terrible and wonderful. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's the
0: gauntlet. That's that's yeah. That was, did, that, that's was that was everything.
1: That was my my points put to good use. Aside from some points that I think. I think I have a couple left, but I've been mostly giving them to people that are like, Hey, I want this as a soundboard.
0: Yeah, you're you can do that. That's fine. Um, um I think that's it.
1: Yeah. Next week we are Most planning. Likely.
0: I don't I don't want to say anything for sure in case we don't end up doing it, but we have a we have a special oh, oh, podcast
1: planned for next week. Oh, well you've already you've already you've already got their expectations high. I was just gonna say we're gonna release a podcast. <laughs> I mean we are. There's going to be a podcast next week. It's
0: um we're gonna try to do something special for it, but it might just be normal. It might
1: which is you know which is already special.
0: It's already special. I mean, the game is gonna be
1: special true, and it's not it's one of those games that you see the title and you're like, yeah, this is real obscure, good guy. good job guys. <laughs> hey, we
0: we've done two Donkey Kong Country games this year. the the idea that everything and three Mario games since we started. the idea that everything we play has to be obscure is long
1: gone. True. I think you still have it in your description of the of what the podcast is where we like dust off a, a forgotten relic. <laughs> You're probably right. That's fine.
0: Descriptions can change.
1: I'm pretty sure we already name dropped what the game is anyways um, last week or something. Who knows? We may have. We'll find I, I out. I don't care. You'll find out. Or we'll find out, I suppose, with you because we don't know. <laughs> we will find out before you do. probably. <laughs> probably. Bye, everybody.